It's time to go into the horror I know. I, I said when you were setting everything up, I was like, how dare you wear that shirt in my presence? I think I need... Okay, so we got to figure this out right now. So why do you not like I'm Halloween I'm wearing my things? Scream shirt. I don't have a Scream nice. shirt. We do have Ghostface. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know if you could see him. Can you see him behind I saw him when, when you sent the videos. I can't see him right now. Yeah, I think he's but... just out of frame. Yeah. Okay, so why do you hate Halloween 3? I just... You know... Other, other than it not being in continuity because I feel like you know, that's the main complaint is that Michael Myers yeah. is in it. And, and like, I can understand that being an issue like back in the day when it first came out and people were like going to the theaters to be like, I'm here to see another Michael Myers movie. Yeah, and then that's yeah. not what it was. But now it's like not as big of a deal. I feel like since it's not, you know, on streaming, it's on streaming and shit like that. It just felt kind of stupid to me. It's good. It, it is a goofy plot. For sure. Yeah. Like, I think it it's is. It's like, a, the plot uh, is, like, super goofy. It's, and then um, yeah. Tom Sizemore, that's his name, right? The uh, the lead guy? The main guy? I don't think yeah. it's Tom Sizemore. It, it's, it's kind of, like, much. a super outrageous plot that they try to play really straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tom Atkins, that's his name. Tom Atkins, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, uh, like, I'll give it to him. It's a scary concept of, like, you know, hurting children is always, like, scary. Yeah, in yeah. Movies. But it's like execution was not quite there. Sure. I what I like about it is I like the aesthetic of it. I think that's the main thing. It's kind of like that it's kinda of like the first Halloween where it's like that perfect fall fall time movie, right? Like that's how I feel about Halloween three. Where it's just like I guess because it's a mask and it's like this weird like coast California town and um I just like the aesthetic of it. But also it they don't they kill what like two people die in that movie maybe three people yeah but like I mean, they're super gruesome and I feel like the when they when the kid dies it's not cheap like it's not like a cheap like oh they're killing kids like it, yeah. it like earned it like throughout yeah. the entire movie it earns like this one really gruesome death you know what I mean <laughs> yeah well I guess I mean technically it's like two or three people but then at the very end when all the this stuff is like being broadcast or whatever. And it's like, he's clearly not able yeah. to stop it. Yeah. So it's like, that's pretty dark. I'll give it to them. I like, I like that, that too. And the music's great. Like I, that might be my favorite Carpenter music. One of my favorite. Oh, I thought you were going to say that the silver, silver shamrock jingle. No, that's my thing. It's so annoying. It is <laughs> super it. annoying. I love it. <laughs> I love it too. In the context of the movie, like for a little yeah. bit and then it just keeps going and going and it's, it's always it's playing somewhere though. in my mind somewhere. Yeah. Just like yeah. very distantly. It just sticks in there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, <laughs> welcome to Into the Horrorverse, episode three. Uh, I'm Brandon Bruno. And I'm Josie Hitt. And we are with our special guest, Lucia Bellinger, who's one of my good Hi. friends. Um, Lucia, why don't you tell the people a little about yourself and um, what some of your favorite mm-hmm. horror movies are and why you like Scream so much. Okay, so I, uh, Brandon and I met in um, college when we were in film together, and then also we worked together for a brief period of time. And I have just always really been like in love with movies, and now I'm kind of starting to get on that path where I wasn't sure how to incorporate my love for it in my life and what to do with all of the passion I have for it. 
So I started to blog a little bit and kind of go more into the um, film critic realm. So that's that's what I've got going on right now. That's what I'm attempting to do. Um, and I guess a few of my favorite horror movies, obviously, would be Scream. Um, I really like... Um, I mean, a lot of Wes Craven stuff I really like. I really like mm. Cursed, even though I know that's not... Ooh, that's a good one. That and, like, Red I Eye. I like it. Red Eye is dope. Red Eye is really Red good. Red Eye is great. I rewatched it during quarantine, and I was like, this movie really holds up. It's scary in a different way, you know? Yeah. Like, have it's you, not... Have you seen Red seen Eye? It? It's, it's, a, it's about... It's Rachel McAdams and... Uh, is it Cillian Murphy? How do you say his first name? I, I usually think it's say Cillian, but Killian, I'm not sure. Cillian Murphy. And he's kind of like... He's basically like holding her hostage on a plane, essentially, right? Like he wants to yeah. kill her, but he can't really do it because they're sitting next to each other on the plane, and it's just like really tense. It's kind of like a and slow he burn. needs something out of her. Like she is like a like a high manager at this hotel that yeah. this famous politician is staying at, and so he's trying to get her to move him to the room so that mm-hmm. he wants so that they can assassinate him. Yeah. So it's like it's it's interesting. It's very tense. It's more it's of a really thriller, good. but well, then yeah. then he gets stabbed in the eye. Isn't that like Ooh. the big? Like uh, he gets stabbed in the throat. With in a the pin. throat. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. That sounds sick. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's that's cool. Good. Anything um, else other than uh, Wes Craven stuff? Um, well, you know, I not to spoil, but I am doing a blog post right now. <laughs> some of my favorite movies and some things that are on streaming services right now. So cool. Let's ruin it for everybody. Tell us everyone. <laughs> Tell us all. No. Of them. <laughs> no. Will not, but um, but yeah. I mean, I really like Wes Craven. I like Nightmare on Elm Street a lot, although I like Scream more. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's like the one that peak, like Wes Craven. I think everything he learned just comes out in Scream mm-hmm. perfectly. Like just the like it, it definitely has the best intro of any horror movie. Probably the mm-hmm. best beginning. It might have the best ending as well. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but before I have two things before we get into Scream. One, did you watch uh, Hubie Halloween? <laughs> I have not watched. Oh it my yet. god, I'm, it's pretty good. It's, I, I kept. I was excited to I talk to you about it. it. I thought you were gonna watch it. <laughs> no, I was gonna watch it earlier today, and then I took a nap, and I didn't get around to it. But it's wow. it's like my next up thing to watch. I'm actually about to watch Silver Bullet tonight, and then I'll oh, watch very that afterwards. cool. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh, it's. The best movie he's made in a while, which isn't saying much. (laughs) Especially after his statement when he said, you know, if I don't win an Oscar for Uncut Gems, I'm going to make the worst movie (laughs) you guys have ever seen. And everyone thought this was going to be the one. (laughs) I forgot about it. Yeah, I saw all the jokes on Twitter. Like everybody was, you know, just like sarcastically being like all hype for Hubie Halloween. And then I was seeing people watching it and being like, that was kind of delightful, actually. Like that was kind of nice. It's pretty wholesome in like in like a Billy Madison way, or like a Happy Gilmore. Well, there's a bunch of references to like the earlier movies, like Happy mm-hmm. Gilmore, Billy Madison, stuff like that. Like, uh, you remember the old Doyles from? Uh, you ever saw Billy Madison? Yeah, but it's been like a long time. It's I like don't the it's like the it. family of redhead bullies. That he keeps encountering as he goes to the greens, and they always go like, "Oh, Doyle rules!" <laughs> they they were all in one car as a family, and they drove off a cliff <laughs> in that movie. 
Oh but, my god. But there's a kid in Huey Halloween. He's like a young kid and he like Adam Sandler calls him O'Doyle and he rolls away. He's like, O'Doyle rules. And I'm like, oh, one survived. <laughs> they survived the the, one of the cliff crash. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but oh. definitely watch it. It's like a um it's like a soaked movie, just soaked with Halloween stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a town perfect town full of lights and like people wearing costumes all the time and Steve Buscemi is like a weird werewolf man. Yeah. He's the best part of the movie. Yeah. For sure. He's like, God, if you, I love Steve. He's like, hey, I'm your new neighbor. If you hear any sounds, don't come check. It's just me. Don't, <laughs> don't, worry, about <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. If you hear weird sounds in the middle of the night, don't call the cops. It's just me. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and then also we have to, we have to roll back to what I said in the first episode. Um, Johnny Depp goatee or Johnny Depp no goatee? Where do you stand? I heard you. I heard you talk about this, and I was like, um, "This is hilarious." Okay, so Johnny Depp facial hair, probably yes. Yeah, I agree. Especially, well, it's like we got we got used to it with Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, you know. So now it's like the default Johnny Depp, and um, I mean, he's hot either way. That's like, true. As That's he gets older, true. it's a little, it's a little less, you know. Yeah. He's, it's not looking as like tight, but <laughs> I think what was what was the movie he was in? Um, Secret Window was that one he was in? Yes, and I like just that is that like his look. Like he has like the scarf with the necklace and like the the glasses and the goatee. I just like the crybaby era, you know, when he yeah. was really like when he was young and hot, you know. He's very I like greasy. Goatee. Wait, what did you say? So I like the goatee. The I'm goatee? I don't know. There's something dirty about it. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because I attribute him to 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 um, Jack Sparrow, so he's just dirty all the time and like just funky. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Valid. Um. Yeah. Before we get into it, I do want to bring up Scream Two, and I think we were both kind of disappointed in that movie. I'm I'm so sad for you. <laughs> How did you feel about the like the twist at the end? Like when you find out who did it, I well, felt nothing from it. From from which from which part from are we both. are we spoiling this? Yeah, we'll say spoilers. We're gonna we're gonna spoil the second movie yeah. before we even get it to the first movie. Yeah. So it's that's just, just the way it, that's just the way it rolls here. Yeah. It don't matter. We got we got we I think two people listen to the child's play one. So I'm sorry, two people. Yeah, <laughs> you'll get spoiled on screen too. <laughs> um, I mean. The two killers thing, I think, is like it's like interesting to continue on with. Yeah, you know, but I, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess now that you say it, like I don't really feel super like with it. It makes sense that Billy's mom would be yes a, yeah. a factor. Not so much Timothy Olyphant, but it's also kind of mirroring the whole like Stu and Billy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. scenario of Stu was clearly like the bitch boy. You yeah. have to have at least one of them obsessed with horror movies. <laughs> yeah, it seems like. Yeah, like that's the part yeah. of the meta. It's like. Yeah. I guess. I guess it's like the interesting thing about Scream One is that you start to you really start to wonder who it is, and you start to figure out who's not in the scene. Like who mm-hmm. of these main four mm-hmm. people or five people who's not here, and when you find out it's. Stu and Billy, you're like, okay, let me think about all these scenes again. And where were they in this and this? Because you saw them throughout the entire movie. 
So when you get to the end of Scream 2 and you see, um, what's Timothy's character's name? Do you remember? I can't even remember. I haven't um, seen it in a little while. Yeah, that goes to show how unmemorable he was. But uh, <laughs> look, but, I love Timothy. I'm no, me fan. too. He Don't was great. He was great. Like mm-hmm. everyone was great. It was a it was a really well directed movie for sure. Um, but him and the mom, you barely see them through the movie, so it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like oh, I had like when I now that I know that they're there, I'm like, okay, how how can I piece this together in my head about who was Ghostface at this time and who was this person at this time because it was like I never saw I saw the mom like four times and that was it you know yeah. what I mean um although I, I guess it's like for me Scream 2 I think as a whole yes it's not as good as Scream sure but I also think that there are bits and pieces of it that are just like so great like Sarah Michelle Gellar's death scene oh in the that was fantastic house. yeah that yeah. scene's awesome mm-hmm. the scene when the cop gets like impaled in the cop mm-hmm. car Mm-hmm. And oh, he gets speaking knocked out of that scene, trying to get out of the car that's window. the scene that broke it for me. Because when they really? were, when they, when um, Sydney got out, of, when she pulled the little thing back and she was crawling through the front over him, and she didn't take his mask off, and I was like, this movie's too smart not to take his mask off at this time, because in the entirety of Scream, it's probably the only horror movie I've ever seen where there wasn't a moment where I'm like, why are you not doing this? Why are you yeah. not? Do- and at that moment, I was like, "This movie's this movie's smart enough for her to pull the mask off at this moment." But it felt like you know the plot has to continue of not knowing who the person is. So we're not- and yeah. then of course the her friend ends up dying because of that. And it's like, yeah, I was like that felt like a misstep to me. And it kind of that point on, I was like, it's not as smart as it should be, kind of playing all this meta stuff, right? Um, but that was. That was really it, you know, but it was a lot of the, just the characters not being as interesting because the first movie, yeah. every character was like, I mean, especially Matthew Lillard, like he eats up the scenes, mm-hmm. him and Malibu's he, most wanted just eat up the scenes. He owns that movie. Yeah. He owns that movie. Him yeah. and Malibu's most wanted. <laughs> you ever saw Malibu's most wanted? No. Yes. It's, a, it's one of my dad's favorite movies. Jamie Kennedy <laughs> who no. plays uh, Randy. Randy, yeah. Um, Okay, he's just like a like a wankster in that movie. <laughs> he's like super white and like trying really hard to be like tough. Yeah, and like gosh. aren't he's his like, parents like rich and stuff? But he's trying to be like like he's really like from struggle and like yeah, yeah. And he wears like the baggy clothes oh and then like the visor hat, but it's upside down. Um, I wonder how that movie is aged. Probably poorly. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's probably very politically incorrect, I'm sure. <laughs> probably. Oh, Any man. of those early 2000s comedies, like I brought up Freddy Got Fingered in the first episode, <laughs> which you probably noticed, which is probably the worst offender, but it's so ridiculous. You've seen that movie, right? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't. I think I've shown you a bit. It's like how there's a, um, there he goes to a hospital for whatever reason, and this woman's about to have her baby, and he's like, a, a baby, I'll get it. And he comes and grabs the baby and the like umbilical cord is stuck and he's like tugging it and then he's swinging the baby around oh, on the yes. umbilical cord. Yes, she did. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, um, and that's probably the most, uh, the most like, like normal thing that happens in that movie. It just gets even, <laughs> because what happened is that they gave Tom Green like millions of dollars 
and he thought it was a joke. Like he made a joke movie because he's like, why the fuck would these people give me like ten million dollars? So you should watch it based on that. That's absolute king shit. Yeah. Like Tom Green was, he was top tier comedian in yeah. the two thousands. Like he was really great. You know, he he pretty much yeah. started podcasting. He was like the first really? person to start doing that. Yeah, he like set up a whole thing. Like I saw him on Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. and he Joe Rogan went, used to hang out with him like in the early two oh, thousands, okay. and he would they were talking about how Tom Green had like all these wires and servers and all this stuff because back then it was like you couldn't store things on an SD card and all this was pre internet like or pre YouTube and mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty interesting. That is interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're just gonna start going through the movie. And um, well, I want to talk about what inspired Kevin Williamson to yeah. write it, um, because he was uh, house sitting, and he saw a true crime documentary about the Gainesville Ripper, who happens to be from Shreveport, Louisiana, where we were from, and um, you know he committed a triple homicide, killed his, I think he killed his dad in Shreveport. And then went on to Florida to kill college girls and, you know, decapitate them, display their bodies in very grotesque ways using mirrors sometimes. Um, and that, like, scared Kevin Williamson. And he was like, oh. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, it's crazy. Did but, you know that? Did you ever hear about, like, the how it started? I think I, I, think I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure I've researched it. Like, I'm sure when I first became obsessed with it, I went and was researching everything about it. But I, I do think I remember that. Um, yeah. Because I remember seeing yeah. Shreveport, and I was like, huh. Makes sense. There's yeah, we got, sh- we got, yeah. <laughs> we got some serial killers in, uh, in Louisiana. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a shooting every day in Shreveport, so I'm not surprised. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so Kevin Williamson, he, it started out as, like, an idea, right? And then he spent, like, three days in the desert writing it yeah yeah so he went out to the desert for three days and wrote it and then there was like that bidding war over the script mm-hmm. and then he wrote some um whatchamacallit treatments he wrote some mm-hmm. treatments for the sequels at the same time when he did the feature script mm-hmm. so it was more like incentive for them to buy the script yeah. and unfortunately um the weinstein company dimension uh, bought it. Yeah, little Harvey. A little, little unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and it went from there, and they tried to get Wes Craven. He said no the first few times. Really? And then he heard that Drew Barrymore was going to be on it, and he was like, okay. And then he said, we're going to kill her. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right no, no, that was that was Drew. That was Drew's idea. Oh, she really? Was like, wow. Yeah. She was like, I just want to be in that first scene, and he was like, Wes Craven almost dropped out. Then he was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. Yeah. But who's um, isn't? Nev Campbell person. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> they asked her to audition, and it was her. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. I, mm-hmm. No, I haven't seen three or four, but do I've they do once. they open with the death of a pretty famous actor, and you, then it just kind of like? Um. No. No. Well, four gets like extremely meta in the very beginning. Oh, okay. Like four gets wild um there are also like a lot of gruesome death scenes in four that are really good see i'm excited three to get to that one. four is like my second favorite i think three and four ties more into the first one than any of the other movies that's cool that's cool three 
is definitely the weakest out of all of them. Although I don't hate it as much as everybody else hates it. It's See, got some. Yeah. It's got more comedy in it, I think, than most of the other ones. I know Patrick Dempsey is in that one, huh? Patrick in Dempsey. Three? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She's Josie's on a big Grey's Anatomy kick right now. So. I've probably seen the whole show maybe like three times. I oh don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I know it's like you know that like kind of like Friends or The Office, but I I love that show. It's comforting to see people do surgery. Yeah. I don't know why. She'll just like explain all this stuff to me and i'm like mm-hmm. yeah he's not gonna watch it because he, get, he gets a little paranoid about doctor stuff i don't like listen i love gore i love body horror i know you don't like body horror <laughs> it's my favorite thing I, I love it not at all um but not when it's like oh you have cancer but i don't want real stuff yeah i don't want to watch a show about a girl being told that she's dying of brain cancer that's not i love fun. it that's not a. well how are they gonna save something her? i want to watch how are they gonna save her that's the thing that's the question what are they gonna do to save her I don't care. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no cure. But, but oh um, my god. Yeah. But Patrick Dempsey's in the third one. There is a death scene in um, the second one. It always bothered me as a kid because I watched scary movies from like age like five to seven on, like stuff like Scream or Saw. And what scared me as a kid the most was um, in the bathroom where he gets the knife in his ear in Scream oh, yeah. Two. That, yeah. that was always, great. I was like, oh my God. Do you know who, I mean, I know, sorry listeners, we're talking a lot about Scream too. We haven't <laughs> even gotten into the first one yet. <laughs> we will. Um, do you know who killed, well, actually two things, I just remembered. Do you know that that's not the original ending to two? I don't think I did know that actually. So the script leaked when they were like mid-shoot and everyone learned about the ending. So they had to, Kevin had to rewrite the ending while they were shooting and they only let the actors know like when they got on the day of the scene the original ending was that her roommate and her boyfriend were the two killers who were being helped by cotton and also billy's mom so it was like a quad thing it was like all four of them were involved in it but then they ended up just making it about the mom and um, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, what's the guy's name? Uh, uh, Tim Timothy. Mm-hmm. Tim Timothy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I like that or not. I kind of do because no, the the yeah the original one. I I think it probably makes a little more sense, but it's also like like give Sydney a break. I know. You know? Well, that boyfriends I, like. It's mm-hmm. such a bummer that Jerry O'Connell dies in that movie because it seems like he really loves her. Yeah. And it's just like the trauma. The trauma that yeah. Sydney has. He had a good <laughs> death scene though, I thought. Where it yeah. starts out like um it starts out like he's being hazed and then it just like continues until he's on the stage and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, I guess I think yeah, I know that's like complete fuck you, Sydney. Like your boyfriend hates you. Your roommate wants to kill you. Billy's mom's back. And then this random ass film bitch wants to kill yeah. you too. And no one even knows who he is. He just wants to but hop on. he just like likes murdering people. Yeah. No motive, right? He gives um, the murdering aspect. He gives you ideas. Yeah. Um <laughs> Okay, I just wanted to I thought that was that was pretty interesting. Um But yeah, let's let's jump into Scream. Yeah. Um the first thing I noticed is that the title card the font from the title card is like, you remember those old like DVD pirating ads? Yeah. You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a car, but you wouldn't steal yeah. DVDs. 
I actually bought, are you familiar with Subriaki, the shop yeah, that yeah. makes all of the, yes. So I actually bought the shirt that they released a while ago that was like, you wouldn't steal a DVD. Oh my God, I, for, I forgot that they made that shirt. Oh my God. That's so, I'm, I'm glad that you, that you uh, realized that too, because when it first started, I'm like, this is a weird it's a weird font. And then at the start end, with. and then at the like, end, it's like directed by Wes Craven. It's like you wouldn't steal a Wes Craven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, so yeah, like we said earlier, the movie's opening is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it kind of hits every note, yeah. every every scare right, and it just gets worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And it's literally just it turns into dread towards yeah. the end when the parents come home. You're just like, yeah. you don't feel good mm-hmm. at that point, you know? I have, I, that scene, like, gets me every time. First of all, I love how they just show, like, scream, and then they jump literally right into it. Like, yeah. you hear mm-hmm. the phone ring, the movie yeah. starts. Um, and, and that's like, like what he did for, for Nightmare, too. That's why Nightmare mm-hmm. was awesome, because it literally just starts right in a dream. And you're already into the action and, mm-hmm. and into the scares right away. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just great the way he does that. But, like... Yeah, I mean, I took my little notes when I rewatched <laughs> yeah. it. Um, give, give me some goods. And it's just like the the part of the thing that I love so much about this movie is that I notice something different literally every single time I watch it. Yeah. Like yeah. every time I watch it, I get something new from it. Um, I learn something different. I notice something different. Um, and like I noticed a lot of new stuff this time when I was watching. Um but like, yeah, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit of like the twist with killing off your most famous person, yeah. your most famous talent in that first scene is just genius. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's brutal as hell. It's so brutal. It's not yeah. a simple kill. It is multi-layered. And that's the coolest thing about it. Mm-hmm. It like, you have a house envision aspect. You have like a torture aspect with the boyfriend. You have all these different horror components coming together mm-hmm. in this one scene. They just layer and build in a slow pace over mm-hmm. time. Um, like, you know, the popcorn that she, she, um, she starts burning, gets caught on fire. And then you have this urgency of the fire mm-hmm. and then the, the chair comes through the window yeah. and, and then it like just keeps going. The last hope going. of the parents and then the agony <clears throat> yeah. and like dread of that. Yeah. The, the tension just keeps building and it's like such a steady and great escalation. Yeah. And then, yeah, like the scene when she's like calling out for her mom and her mm-hmm. voice is gone, like that gets me every time. It's just so sad. Yeah, yeah. I know. You're like so close. And if mm-hmm. they would just look to the left, they'd see her. Yeah. And it's just, I know. Uh, that's that's the brutal. most painful part. But yeah, so in this opening scene, you have Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. who's home alone. Yeah. And she gets a phone call and it's the ghost, the famous ghost face voice. Um, you know, the dude, um, his name is, is it Randy Jackson? Um, I think I so. believe so. Yeah, I think it actually is. Or Roger Jackson. Roger. Roger. Jackson. Roger. Isn't Randy Jackson the guy from American yeah. Idol? Yes. <laughs> I don't even watch American Idol, but um, none of the actors like met him. He was just hiding in the house, and so it added yeah. to like the, you know, yeah, the ominous of he, it. I would like to imagine that. Ma- Sorry, you go ahead. I was just gonna say I remember him. I remember reading about this that Wes Craven didn't want. Like, he wanted him to remain, like, mysterious and scary. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't want yeah. them to be able to put a face to the voice yeah. to keep that, That's like, dress awesome. tension. That's awesome. Um, I was, <laughs> so he was just somewhere in the house. So yeah. it, like, really, like, That's that cool. mess with you. Yeah. I was just going to say, I can imagine, like, Matthew Lillard doing the shaggy voice yeah. as the phone call voice on stage. Are you challenging me? <laughs> are, are you challenging me, man? <laughs> Scoop. 
side note, that movie is on HBO Max now, so I'm definitely going to be right. Scooby Doo One. Too. The Scooby Doo One is, yeah, I mean, Scooby Doo. I could great. talk about this for hours. Yeah. Scooby Doo One's the best. I own both of them on DVD. Yeah. We own them both on Voodoo. <laughs> they are great yeah, movies. I grew up watching those. I could talk about. I could talk about it for hours. <laughs> Oh my god. They're hilarious. They're yeah. amazing. And Mr. Bean is the villain. Like Yeah. That's, come on. That's true. That's great. I love oh those movies. Alright, this is okay. actually gonna be a Scooby Doo podcast. Um, I'm down. Written, yeah. written by James Gunn and it came out in no. I Lots love Scooby Doo. <laughs> um but yeah. yeah, so it's Drew Barrymore and she keeps getting phone calls from mm-hmm. this mysterious number and it yeah. gets more and more threatening over time. And you have the famous time when she answers and and the guy says, what's your favorite movie? Scary movie. Scary movie. What's your favorite scary movie? Mm-hmm. And um, I love well, how she, she picks up a knife when she, she says, says Halloween. Halloween, but she's holding and I like how she picks up the knife when she says yeah. Halloween. Halloween. And uh, then they have a great uh, su- uh, reference to Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. where he's he's just like patting himself on the back. Um, <laughs> I wish I had the confidence of Wes Craven mm-hmm. to yeah. say in his own movie. To praise his other movie, his yeah. own movie. She's like, I like oh, that you mean, movie. You mean scary. the film that like saved New Line Cinema, Nightmare on Elm Street, that came out this year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just gets more and more creepy. And mm-hmm. it is probably the, my favorite, you know, because there's a lot of home invasion movies, right? And the interesting part is how does the killer get into the house? Mm-hmm. And the way they do it, well, now you know when you know that there's two guys. Yeah. And using you're just fucking with them mentally over time to break them down to get in um Mm -hmm. is a really interesting way of doing it um but it gets to the point where they say they have her boyfriend outside in the backyard and she turns on the light and it's her boyfriend steve who's all tied up and beaten up back there Mm -hmm. um and then she gets a door thrown through the back well no that's um no because then he quizzes her on horror movie stuff. So he oh, yeah. asks like um, a question about Halloween, I think. And then yeah. he's like, who's the, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, who's the killer in Friday the 13th? And she's like, Jason. And he's like, wrong. And, yeah, and you know, he's like, if you would have watched it, you would have known it was the mother. Yeah. And most people don't know that. Jane. Yeah. But, um, and so then she looks out and sees that um, Steven, Steve, Steve. Steve, the boyfriend, is, you know, cut up. And, you know, they cut out, like, a half second of that for for the NC-17 rating oh, really? to get that off. because I his, loved it. I loved how well, gory it was. Well, his, and, like, his, like, gut that was all... He's just out. eviscerated. It's yeah. really gruesome. Yeah. And I also like how they just start off so strong with that. Like, he's not yeah. blowing punches. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to gut this guy yeah. on camera. Like, this is it's the way this is It's just a straight wide shot, and his just stomach yeah. is gutted. Well, the half second mm-hmm. that they cut off, the guts had fallen, and, you know... They oh, were man. like, nope. So they cut a half second of that out. It's, it's like when when the ratings board does that, mm-hmm. it doesn't make a difference. Like, are you kidding me? Like yeah. when you see a dude disemboweled with his guts already hanging out, yeah, uh, the guts dropping to the floor. Like that's not going to make someone be like, oh, now it's too much. I can't. I can't deal with it. <laughs> well, the other Weinstein brother, he's the one that got them to get the R rating. Bob. Yeah, because he was like, it's a comedy. He, he was literally like, it's a comedy. Yeah. And they were like, mm, it's Weinstein. Yeah, what else did they, they originally, oh, you know what they added, the Weinsteins added, was um, Henry Wink, uh, Henry Winkler's death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they, there wasn't like a death in like 30 minutes. Yeah. And they were like, you got to throw another one there. And they're the ones that named the movie Scream, 
instead of scary movie. Yeah, that's really they funny. Didn't. It was supposed to be called scary movie. Yeah, because they were yeah. like, you yeah. know, they didn't like it. So um, Harvey was actually listening to the was it Michael Jackson Whitney Houston song Scream? I think it is it Whitney Houston. I don't know. It's Michael Jackson and somebody that has a song. Called I don't know Scream. old music. Okay, that have a song <laughs> called Scream. And Harvey was listening to it, and he was like, that's it. And that's how the title came yeah. to be. That's cool. And then Matthew Lillard says it at the end of the movie when he says, it's a scream. And I just, I love when <laughs> yeah. I love, I love when yeah. do that. I <laughs> love when um, Jamie Kennedy's, he's talking about the the um, the liver in the mailbox or I whatever. they put the liver in the mailbox right <laughs> next like, to a spleen. Did you know that they put the liver on the... <laughs> right next to a spleen. Yeah. And then, Matthew and like, then when Matthew Lillard tags onto it, he's yeah. like, liver alone. Yeah. And he's just... <laughs> purely psychotic like just no right. doubt about it i love how matthew lillard talks about being in that movie he's like why did they let me do that he's like i look ridiculous was, i was spitting the whole time oh he was brilliant it was great. yeah he's yeah. like the vein in my forehead is yeah. terrifying yes. like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> and everyone's like no you king we worship yeah, we you, love like, you. Yeah. We love I, I just love when he's like did you really call the cops yeah <laughs> so he threw a phone at so my mad head at me. Threw a phone in my head, dude. Yeah, he gets something that. He's like, "You me too deep, bro. I think I'm dying." <laughs> Actually, fun fact about that: we're we're jumping around so much, but fun That's fact fine. about that scene: whenever he throws the phone at him. Yeah. And he goes, "Ow, you hit me with the phone, you fucking dick." That was like unscripted. Like he actually hit him too hard with the phone. <laughs> he said that. That's great. That's really great. so funny. Yeah. Um, but um. Yeah, that's so, great. Um, but yeah, so Steve is dead. Steve and dead. she's like, "Oh my god!" Um, so they end up. He throw. That's when he throws the chair through. Right? Yeah, throws yeah. the chair through the window. And you know they have like a good like cat and mouse scene running around. Um, and yeah, then, it's almost comical sometimes. It is like because, the like the amount of times like Ghostface will trip on something. That's what and, I like about it. That's what I love. I like- like in yeah, the garage scene, he like gets hit by the fridge and he yeah. falls back and all this stuff. And then like when Sydney kicks him down the stairs and stuff, yeah. like there's all these things of like he's clearly a human being. Yeah, like that's he's what got adds some supernatural like, mm-hmm. and well, you can hear him grunting yeah. if you're listening for it. Yeah, that's one thing I really love. Mm-hmm. I really love that this is just a Halloween costume that exists at any store because when all the kids start wearing it, I'm like, dude, this is fucking brilliant. Yeah, like, this is brilliant. Like. There's no other horror movie that really did that. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, yeah. it's just people that went to a store. It's not some custom-made fucking mask that no one else has. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought, yeah, that was really, that was really cool. Um, and it's really smart that when they're, when they're, they find the costume and they're like, it's a costume that's in millions mm-hmm. of stores. We can't trace it. Like, we don't, like, that's yeah. really smart to just find yeah. a random costume and buy it from a random store yeah. in cash or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, and it, and it adds yeah. to more of the paranoia of, who is he? Like Be anybody? Who, because like the scene of her in the bathroom, like mm-hmm. that wasn't either of them. That was just a person that was wearing a costume that was fucking with her. Evidently, that's what I've really? seen. Yeah, really. Because the pants that he has doesn't match the pants oh, of the other two guys. Yeah. When you see him later on, after that happens, oh. and this is right after like you see people running with the school in it. So I think it's more established that like people are fucking with her. Like, yeah. that's, that's why yeah. the, he expelled those two kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is also a great scene of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just, Desensitized little shits. Yeah. He's just unhinged. You know what? You're expelled. <laughs> yes. uh, but, um, yeah, and the interesting thing about the intro, too, is that once you do rewatch it, you start mm-hmm. seeing telling signs of who's who. Um, Stu holds his knife certain ways that Billy doesn't. I don't know if you realize this. But, like, Stu does a double hand. 
mm-hmm. when he's above someone. And then Billy is all about choking them and like stabbing them multiple times. You know, he's more about stabby stab. Because he has more rage. Yeah, Stu has like the the build. Like whenever mm-hmm. they have, whenever you're like, how did they put someone here? Mm-hmm. It was either both of them or it was Stu because he's like a big ass dude, you know? Yeah. Um, and he's, he's, you know, he's clearly the one that's just like psychotic, but is clearly just the, the muscle behind it. Like yeah. Billy is clearly the one that is the psychopath, the manipulator, yeah. like the, the smart one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and it goes to like when, you know, his motive is that he just had peer pressure, mm-hmm. you know? Like he, <laughs> and he was yeah. like, oh, I could kill somebody. I'll try it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to the beginning. Um, <laughs> so they get chased around or Drew Barrymore gets chased around and yep. she sees her parents and she's like, oh my God, my parents are home. Yeah, she starts Yay. running outside trying to yeah. go space, catches up with her, stabs her straight in the chest. Doesn't even that go. That was brutal. Yeah. Just straight in the chest. Like right away. Just right. Like. Right in the heart, basically. Yeah. Almost, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he starts um, choking her. Yeah. And she hits him. She kicks him in the balls. Is that what she does? Yeah. I don't I th- think so. Oh. Or do, no, she... she. No, I, I think that's it. I yeah, think I that's think that's what she he, does. He takes her down. Like I think. Oh, okay. She gets up. Yeah. He grabs her leg. Mm-hmm. Pulls her back. Yeah. And, and then, then I think that's when he stabs her again. Yeah. yeah but um, that that tracking shot of whenever she reaches up and grabs that mask off and they quickly move the camera up yeah. to the knife. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. she has that realization of who it is. Chef's mm-hmm. kiss. I know. Pure cinema. <laughs> um, so do you think... I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think it was Stu that killed her? No, I think that was Billy. I think so Because I, it was the one hand. Yeah. I think that's a telling sign throughout the entire movie is that it's the one hand that does it and um the multiple stabs too that's just stabbing his rage the multiple stabs the choking yeah. mm-hmm. there because he, he of... chokes he chokes um sydney at one point in the movie yeah. too mm-hmm. um it's i i have so much like it's so fascinating to me i also feel like oddly obviously they're both completely unhinged and yeah. mm-hmm. like disturbed but i also feel like oddly it might be difficult for Stu to kill yeah I think, I think so. Because they were in a relationship. Yes. So mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. that might be a little difficult for him, actually. Yeah. I feel like now, he would have been like, a little more hesitant. I'm pretty sure he killed Steve. Oh, yeah. definitely. I'm, I'm, I would think he killed Steve. I think Steve. he killed Steve. Mm-hmm. I think they were um, both there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she she dies as he's trying to call out to... Yeah. Well, she before, gets... She tries to call out to her parents, but then he drags her and chokes her. Yeah. Well, at the time that she's being dragged, her parents are like, they can hear her over the phone because they come into the house and yeah, everything's... Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. yeah. That's that is awful. And then the mom the comes way, out. Yeah. The acting in that scene and the way the mom like covers the receiver and is trying to hear her, ba- and she's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Casey, baby. Like, trying to hear just... a child. Oh. That's, a so mo- that's just like a movie within itself. It mm-hmm. has every... <laughs> Beginning to end is. is great. Yeah. And then you have this uh, insane f- fast motion shot at Drew Barrymore's hanging body. Yeah, just completely yeah, eviscerated. Just, just fucking zooming mm-hmm. right to her. Um, zooming. Zooming. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the mom's scream is just like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we jump to Sydney's bedroom. Yeah, because she's on the computer oh, yeah, typing right, away. Right, yeah. yeah. And this is when she gets spooked by Billy coming in. First time we see Billy, yeah. technically. Greasy ass head. Yeah, Billy. he's so I was greasy. Say with that greasy nineties yeah, hair. He's so greasy. <laughs> I was watching. Uh, you ever watch uh, Dead Meat? No. You ever heard of Dead Meat? Oh, oh my god. So cool. Dead Meat is a YouTube channel run by this guy James A. Janice, and he does what he he does videos called kill counts, 
So he goes oh, to. You know video- what I do? I have heard yeah. of it because mm-hmm. he was in In Search of Darkness, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. And I yeah. think I went and looked at his channel after. Oh, I mean, he's the most popular horror person. Like he oh, gets yeah. eight million views on a kill count, like random ass movie, mm-hmm. because they're super entertaining. And he walks through the entire movie. And he was, he, we were watching a scream one and he's like, he's like, just take a, just take a shower, bro. Like, yeah. you know, so greasy. Greasy. <laughs> just so greasy, dude. That was the style. That was the yeah. style. He looks good. I wish I had that hair. And like, now he's yeah, in Riverdale. Like, I don't know about that. I know. Yeah. They don't, they don't appreciate the Riverdale teens don't appreciate greasy no. 90s Skeetle Rich. Mm-hmm. They yeah. haven't earned him. You yeah. know? Now he's some dad in Riverdale. Was that like his most famous role high. in the 90s? Oh yeah. Really oh, was that I his most famous role? Probably. Sure. I didn't really see him too much before that movie, but he, it looks like a guy I would see multiple times. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, this was definitely like his breakout, but Mm -hmm. he was in, Oh, he was in the craft, but that was like the same year. I think. So was it, um, what's her name? Uh, Neve Campbell. Was she in the craft? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've never seen the craft. I haven't either, but I've never seen the craft. and they got that new one coming out it's probably gonna not be that great i'm excited though because it's a director that's um god who is it it's a director that's really good oh is it a good director because when i see blumhouse and sony together then we're gonna get a truth or dare situation (laughs) or a uh was terrible the one with lucy hale or a fantasy island situation i saw that in the i saw truth or dare in theaters on a date and i was like we didn't have a second date that's that's (laughs) awful it was like I in saw, high school. I saw Under the Skin on a date, and that was a weird experience. Oh, God. Have you seen Under the Skin? <laughs> yeah, I hate it. Isn't it? Wouldn't that be a weird-ass movie to see on a date? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, literally I saw Scarlett Johansson <laughs> driving around for, like, 90 minutes. Yeah. Like, Just with a camera like, in the corner of the car. It. Yeah. Like, bringing them to, like, a black abyss. Yeah. I'll tell and you what. Scotland, so I couldn't understand a goddamn word <laughs> yeah. I was saying. Like <laughs> that movie has probably the most, the biggest jump scare I've ever had in my life. When the dude's skin gets sucked out of his, when his body gets sucked out of his skin, yes. that clap. <laughs> mm-hmm. That scared the shit out of me. I, I, that scared me so bad. Um, that's probably the biggest jump scare I've ever had in any movie. Yeah. Just because it was completely. Hold on. Did he tell you you got jump scared by Hulk and the Avengers? Oh, I did. And, yeah, and he Endgame, got jump scared by Hulk. <laughs> did you see? You saw Endgame. Yes. You remember when, um, when like after they go back to the original Avengers movie and they're in that lobby of the building, and Tony has Iron Man, Tony has Ant Man go into the other Iron Man's arc reactor so he can fuck with him, like in. Yes. And then the Hulk just comes out of nowhere, out of the fucking wall. He jumps wall. so hard. Uh, okay, never mind. Uh, yeah. The biggest jump scare I had was the Hulk from yeah, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> I am such a skittish person. I, I don't even think I jumped. Me. You know what movie I'm is a truly very scary? Person. Yeah. <laughs> me too. The Eric Bana Hulk movie used to scare the fuck out of me when I was a kid. The, you ever saw the original Hulk? Mm-mm. No, he that's like that's the... the Edward Norton one. The uh, Eric Bana one from two thousand three. There was a trailer where, and it used to scare me. It was Eric Bana in like a bathroom, and he like was shaving, and he would he close, he like oh. open close the the mirror, and it's this fucking Hulk, and Hulk grabs him through the mirror and like flings him, and he's like flying out. It was horrifying. I'm like, dude, like, is this a Hulk movie for kids? It's like scary as fuck, man. <laughs> but then again, I was scared by like the Grinch when I was a kid too. <laughs> Jim Carrey's oh a Grinch. God. Oh my god, that I love it. hysterical. So yeah, now 
Yeah, they're in the bedroom. And they're talking. Um, and he's like, you know, he's a teenage boy. He wants to get down and dirty. And she's like, mm-mm. His whole motive is that he just wants to fuck. Yeah, pretty much. Is okay, that- but side note, I didn't realize how fucking insane it is that the words that actually leave his mouth in that scene are, the exorcist was on TV and it got me thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. If any man said that to me. I'd like, like, but you're like, what, what fucking part? Yeah, I'd be like, what part, dude? Exorcist makes me. You I loved your, me. I loved your Mike Pence fly scene that was there. <laughs> loved your bloody eye there. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I was always terrified as a child because you know I was like seven and I just saw Scream and my older sister, who's like five years older than me. Yeah. I believed everything she said because she was my older sister. And she goes, since your room is all white, Scream is going to come kill you. And I, she was trying to get me to color on the walls, like subconsciously. She was trying to get me to mess up my room so I'd get in trouble. Yes. Uh, yep. Talk about manipulation. Yeah. yeah. And sister, Damn. if you see this and you deny it, you're lying. <laughs> yes. The, the titular character, Scream. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, she called it, she called it Scream. We, we call, growing up, we called it's it Scream. It's the titular role. Scream. Well, Whenever I was young, I was like, that's Scream, he, you know. I was yeah. like, he's scary. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what my sister, she would torture me because we watched so many scary movies. Oh no, the nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> is here. <laughs> I probably would have called it that. Um, That's so funny. Um, Okay, yeah. And we can start speeding through this stuff. Too. Oh yeah. Because we're been... right, we're in like, we're like in the 15 minute mark of this fucking movie. Yeah, because it's been 51 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of... We yeah. got a lot of 2003 Hulk out of the way, which is pretty cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> Been wanting to get that off my chest since I was a kid. So, <laughs> childhood trauma. It's okay. We can yeah. talk about it. Yeah, I'll get there. But uh, also, just real quick, the the ending of the Hulk movie is the darkest thing I've ever seen. Not that? in not in tone. The like just the image of the movie. Like oh. I don't, you don't even know. <laughs> Like literally, like they're fighting dark. underwater at nighttime, and there's no lights anywhere. <laughs> it's literally dark. <laughs> oh, to see without my eyes. I'm gonna have to go watch this. And, yeah, oh it's hard to explain that the the crazy shit that happens oh in that movie. God. So um, right now we're at where um, Sydney's dad comes in, and she's like, "Oh no, my boyfriend's here." And she has the setup to where her closet door goes to her room door and locks it. I had that. I hate it. I had that. I would do that to my mom all the time. Our bathroom door right here does that. Yeah. I always lock myself out. I can't get out. I know. But, um, and her dad's like, you know, I'm going on a business trip. Mm -hmm. I'm staying here. I'm doing this. There's money on the table. Yeah. And he goes off to bed and um, her and Billy talk. Um, do a little make-out sesh, you know, high school he stuff. He tries to go up the, up yeah, the pants. Yeah, she's, like, she's like, nope. Get out of here, bitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then this is where it cuts to, like, Sydney and Tatum walking into school, and Tatum kind of fills Sydney, on, yeah. fills Sydney in on the murders. Yeah. And then we see beloved Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers. Yeah, and uh, as... Um, James A. Janice put it in a dirty highlighter outfit. I was about. I, I was gonna say this. I wrote this down as, as a note that she's like owning the screen. Oh yeah, with this fucking neon. Yeah. Yellow. Because when you see her in the news report, it's just glowing. It's mm-hmm. like radiating. Yeah. Off of her. She's striking yeah. in all the movies. Like second movie, she has oh, yeah. the stripes she, in her hair, mm-hmm. and then the third did. movie, she has those baby bangs. <laughs> My mom texted me like 
it was, it was like last year Yeah. and I had been having like a bad day. I don't remember. I was like going through a rough time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just like out of nowhere, she texted me that day and was like, okay, seriously, who the hell gave Courtney Cox those bangs in Scream 3? <laughs> They're horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, how'd you know I needed that? <laughs> and Turn- she just texted me about Courtney Cox's hair. <laughs> A mother's intuition. Yeah. Turns out it was uh, it was David Arquette's idea. I don't know if you knew that. The bangs? He came out recently, probably a few months ago, and said that, like, I'm sorry about the bangs. I suggested, like, I forgot the person's look that had those bangs that they wanted to make. But he's like, he, he suggested that look. Weren't they married? Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what led. Yeah, maybe, maybe that was the first. That was the first. She was like, like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> it's a, get tested. It's me. about time, boy. Yeah. You know? Ooh. Oh my god. He's um, in. He's in a comeback. He's starting. To, you know. Have you saw? Have you seen Spree yet? With um. No, I haven't. Oh, he's great. He he's also in made that too. Movie recently. He the uh, I think like I am David Arquette or something where he's yeah, like doing like wrestling. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's gonna be in Screen Five. Nice. Yeah, I well. love him. Yeah, I had the you biggest know? crush on Dewey. You know who's going to be in Scream 5? Um, your boy from The Boys? Is that who you're talking about? No, my boy Kyle Gallner. Oh my god. <laughs> Kyle Gallner. I remember when he played The Flash on Smallville. You remember like Smallville? <laughs> he played The Flash. Played the Flash on like Smallville? two episodes. Yeah. Um, oh my god. I and he was that. in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he's always in these yeah. like lower horror movies. Like He's the guy where you're like, I've seen that guy before. Yeah. You know, he's in Jennifer's body. I love him. Yeah, I adore him. Yeah, yeah. He's in Veronica Mars. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, it's a great cast. I just wish they would have gone Samara Weaving from Ready mm-hmm. or Not, the lead girl. Yeah. Um, because yes. those directors are doing Screen Five. Oh, okay. But I think she had a different film lined up or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so are we still in the? No, we're at the school now. Yeah, right? we see Gail Weathers, and she's talking. Um, she's talking about. Um, what happened? You know, the school's going crazy. Yeah. And um, and Dewey and the other officers are interviewing kids. Yeah. About what happened and. Um, yeah, we're introduced to Officer Dewey. Yeah, I. Who's I David loved Arquette? Him. I loved him as a child. Still AKA Officer Doofy from mm-hmm. Scary Movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit, it's Officer Doofy. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I could think about mm-hmm. because of the mustache. <laughs> oh my god yeah so that's when we first see dewey um and professor hembry which is a strange name i think i thought it was henry the first time i heard it it's hembry hembry yeah Yeah, uh henry winkler principal hembry yeah Yeah. hembry yeah and he like touches her chin for some reason he's like yeah that's henry winkler of course like he's the most delicate man (laughs) i think like i would like i just want him to be like it's okay you know? I want to hold him. He seems like, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, he seems like a guy you could pick up and just be like. I want to, I want to hold him in my pocket. Yeah. You know, comfort him. Yeah, yeah that's a good, like who a kangaroo. Comfort, yeah, who comforts him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But um, the cops are like, oh, yeah, your mom died like a year ago. Yeah, you everyone know? is very blunt about her They're mom like, dying. yeah, you remember that time your mom uh, You're not over it yet, murdered? you stupid bitch. <laughs> They're like, it was like a year ago. <laughs> That's, I, I literally wrote down in my notes. Okay, I wrote uh, so many red flags from Billy. Yeah. Hyphen, <laughs> exorcist, get over your mother's death. Yeah. Like, what kind of uh, a fucking boy? Yeah, when in the hallway, he's like, he's like, why don't you just fuck me already? Like, you're not over your mom's death. He's like, it was a year ago. And it's like, and it's like, it was a whole year ago. Come on. 
And it's like, if that's it's like not... like, when my mom left, I got over it. And it's like, it's like your mom left. the same thing. Yeah. yeah. That's a very, that's a very mentally disturbed perspective. Brutally murdered by you. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there's multiple red flags for sure that yeah. where, where, when it happens, you're like, it, it makes sense, you know? Yeah. But it's all the, the, what I like about it is that everyone, all the telltale signs of him being the killer are there. Mm-hmm. Especially when you get to the video store, right? Yeah. And and Randy's doing that whole spiel, which I know you love. I'm ready to get <laughs> to that in a minute. Um, and at that in that point of the movie, I'm like, this is Lucia. Like this <laughs> this character right now in the video store is Lucia. Um, but yeah, it's the 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 depth of how far he went to do it. Like when you think about why did they kill Casey? Right. Mm-hmm. There's a light layer of it that oh that was Stu's girlfriend and he's mad that they broke up and now she's with this stronger football player guy Mm -hmm. but really if you think about it it's to fuck up Sydney's mindset because she would sit next to her in class yeah so now she's in class and it's like impacting her more than anyone and it's just all these little things they do to just get under her skin Mm -hmm. to, to make it even easier and make her more vulnerable where it's like it's man. truly a long game. Like they mm-hmm. were from, yeah. it's like a year long or more, like yeah. plan in progress. It's, it's, it's really it's like insane. Like if he like would have put that energy 15, into like something else, you know, yeah. it would have been very impressive. Yeah, if you think about it, they're like fifteen, sixteen doing this. Yeah, like because yeah. um, they're seventeen. Yeah, they look fucking thirty nine. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm twenty years old. I look sixteen. Yeah, but yes, that's true. But there's been a couple of times where people thought I was her dad. Twice. It was very uh, awkward. Twice. And I'm yeah. like, nah, dude. <laughs> yeah, he brought me my lunch one day in nah. his work clothes and my coworker was like, like was, that your dad? was that your dad? Was that your dad? And I was like, had a dad shirt on. No. And then when we got to, when we went to go get my oil change, you drove for me and you're like, oh, your dad's getting your oil change for you. Very nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, great. Um, But yeah, yeah, it's. That that is one thing I do like about the sequel is the further unraveling about Cotton's character, mm-hmm. um, because we learn that yeah Sydney we're approaching the one year anniversary of Sydney's mother's death, mm-hmm. who is uh people think that she was murdered by this guy Cotton Weary yeah because Sydney because pointed Sydney him out. pointed him out mm-hmm. and really strong like because there's no way that her mom would have done. She she does not think her mom would yeah. be unfaithful or do anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gail Weathers is writing a book about how she thinks that Cotton is innocent. Yeah. So there's a whole conflicting drama between those two characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we're. Right. I also really like the way that they present that. That yeah. it's not like a. It's like a. They have that one quick conversation where you're just picking up on bits and pieces of the case and of what happened. And mm-hmm. it's like, not like a full like exposition dump of like, they're clearly talking to the audience and telling the yeah. audience what happened. It's like, you have to infer based on what they're saying and based on what everybody else is saying in the movie and based on Sydney's reaction, like what actually happened. Yeah. 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 Um, it is weird though. I will say just being in present day, seeing Liv Schreiber be cotton and I expected him to come at the end in this big reveal because I'm like, that's a pretty famous actor. Mm-hmm. And I guess at the time he wasn't. So yeah. I'm like, oh, he's just in the background the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's kind of there. I love him. I love Lee Schreiber. 
<laughs> Schreiber. And then in the second one, he's such like a, you know, you really, I, I do like that aspect, like I said, where you learn that he's not, he was just a guy mistaken for this thing. Yeah. And all he wants is to clear, I mean, he, he does want a little fame from it. For sure, but he wants to just clear his name. Like, he's like, I thought we had, I just want to interview. I just want to talk Mm -hmm. to her. I just want to, like, end it, Um, Mm -hmm. which was was cool. Um, So now we are, Um, we are at her house. She walks, she goes home, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, she goes. Well, they have, they have that talk at lunch, actually. Yeah, that's that's another thing. That's right, yeah. Yeah, that's where Randy's like, I heard they put her liver in the mailbox. Oh, yeah, Yeah. the outside looking breakfast club. And it's like. I also wrote down how interesting it is that, like, in retrospect, it's, like, so obvious. Like, when you watch it, knowing that it's Billy and Stu, yeah. it's so obvious. Like, yeah. the way that they're ripping off each other and how Stu, like, almost gleefully describes how you gut someone. Yeah. And you're like, nobody should be that excited about talking mm-hmm. about yeah. somebody gutting someone. Like, and it's I, just, it's, like, in retrospect. So, And he's like, I didn't kill anybody. And he's yeah. like, nobody said you did. Thanks, buddy. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just. Yeah, and I think it's definitely purposeful because you have I I think Wes wanted you to think it was one of the two guys, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. the choice comes that it's both of them. Yeah, which is and then you that's just such an interesting way to do it because you think about the whole movie after that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, where, who was who at what time? Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know they fake kill him, but then but then you don't see him for a while. He probably went and did stuff and went back into the room later. You know, there's a whole bunch of layers to that. Um, mm-hmm. So now Sydney's gone home, right? Yeah, and she's waiting for Tatum to pick her up, and she sees the news story about her mom, and she's like, "You know what? I'm I need a little nap." I love that house too. Yeah. Oh, it's like the, so like that massive beautiful. patios and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know they filmed the school stuff at like a community center because the school board watched or read the script because the school board had agreed yeah. to um, filming at this one school, and then they read the script and they. Hit, hit the headphones on the fucking mic. <laughs> <It was like. laughs> uh, but the school board was like, you cannot film here. Yeah. Absolutely not. And they were like, okay. So they, it was at a community center. And they just kind of like filled it out. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Sydney takes a nap and she's waiting for Tatum to pick her up because yeah. her dad's out of town. And she gets a call and it's the voice, you know, uh you know, yeah. just talking to her, and she thinks that it's Randy at first because he's like talking. That's like something out of a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. And then um, she soon comes to realize that it's not Randy. And what I love is that he's like, "I'm out on the porch," and she's like, "Okay, bet." And she walks out on the porch. <laughs> it's like she's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what you think? You you think about the layers of what they did, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, they went to the house earlier in the day. Somehow one of them got in the house already and is staying. This is interesting. The one, one of them is in the closet and I'm pretty sure it's Stu at this mm-hmm. time. When she opens the closet to like get her jacket, mm-hmm. there's a music cue. There's like a very, very light music oh. cue, but she doesn't look deeper. Um, and then. Oh yeah. When she's packing for Tatum's. Yeah. I yeah. thought about it. And then okay. she walks by it again after and she hears noise. From that, and she just kind of bats an eye and keeps moving. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, wow. And then there's a there's a so yeah so basically, uh, she goes back to the door after she goes outside and comes back in, and she goes back to the door to lock it, mm-hmm. and then he comes out of the closet yeah. and tries to attack her, um, and she, she headbats him. Yeah, 
And then she can't get out of the door. So yeah. she runs up the stairs, even though she just went on, you know, that rant to who she thought was Randy about how, you know, girls who can't go act. Out, go out the front door, not yeah. up the stairs. Yeah, she's like, they thing. go up the stairs instead of out the front door. It's insulting. And then she did it. And I love how self-aware this movie is by, oh, yeah. you know, by doing that. I love it. I just, I love that, like, it's it's so much more interesting and you can do so much more with a movie when it's, like, it's taking itself not too seriously Mm -hmm. and you know the audience is with you and you can just like the world opens up whenever Mm -hmm. you are able to really do anything because you know it's you know it's not serious it's self-referential yeah yeah that's right and yeah that's what actually um you know they uh, they've said where this movie i mean horror was completely changed after this movie Mm -hmm. it was Mm -hmm. it was about being funny it was yeah. about having really likable characters, mm-hmm. um, character, you know, because back in the seventies and eighties, it was like everyone's dispensable. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like a like a Evil Dead, directed mm-hmm. by Sam Raimi. Right, his whole thing was like, I don't care about these characters. Let's just get to the interesting stuff because no one really is here to see a romance or see this one character talk to. No, they want to see them die. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole point of the movie. Uh, but yeah, this is the first time where the characters really have like um, strong characteristics and personalities and you're like when they die it feels impactful right Mm -hmm. yeah and um but yeah so they're running up the stairs yeah and here's another interesting tidbit Mm -hmm. when they're running you can hear ghostface say um very subtly like he says it sounds like he's saying easy easy like Mm. he's saying these two like because he's trying to have her like come and then in the next scene when Stu's at the locker Someone's messing with him, and he goes, easy, easy. Oh. So there's kind of like this little... It's very subtle on the staircase, but... Huh. Yeah, there's little... Man, see, it's That's like so when you cool. look at it deeper and deeper, you see these little bitty things. Yeah. And like how he's rubbing his head. He's looking in the mirror, rubbing his head yeah. in the locker, because he's seeing if he got hit his, mm-hmm. from the headbutt, right? Um, That's so cool. Genius. Genius. Yeah. Just... I know. Masterful. Yeah. Yeah, so she's in the bedroom and she does the, the double the door, door yeah. lock to where I you love, can't get in. I lo- that happens a couple times where whoever goes face it is kind of like halfway in the door. Yeah. And he's like, I love the swiping. Just he's like, the arm is yeah, pulling in. Yeah, he's yeah. like swiping. Um, and she gets on her old ass computer. And she's like, does like, it typing looks like to military, like military <laughs> coordinates. Looks like coding. You know? <laughs> yeah, and she's like typing to 911. And Billy comes up and she's like, you know, what are you doing here? And yeah. he's like, I'm here to comfort you. What's going on? She's like, the killer's in the house. Yeah. And then his, uh, as they say in the movie and back in the 90s, his cellular His burner. Out. His burner phone. His burner. cellular phone. Yeah, yeah, his cellular phone. What are you phone. doing with a cellular phone, son? Yeah. Everybody's got one, Sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. got we to spend 48 hours getting your phone records yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It takes forever. We got to um, cross-reference. Yeah, like later, yeah. Dewey's like... We're cross-referencing his phone records with this one, and we're gonna see. It's <laughs> gonna know, take. Like, it's it gonna take, take like a, a few days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so but she's like, "Oh my god, you're the killer!" Yeah. And then she gets to the door, and I love this because Dewey's holding up the ghost face mask, and she screams, and he screams. <laughs> no, that is a perfect comedic moment yeah. to break up mm-hmm. the tension. Yeah, I just Brilliant. love that because yeah. she's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dewey, that's god. so funny. Um, so yeah, he gets arrested mm-hmm. and Tatum shows up and they go back to the police station. And this yeah. is where we first find out that they can't get a hold of her dad, of Sydney's dad. Yeah. Um, 
They can't find where he checked in or anything. And uh, they interrogate Billy. And, you know. Yeah, they say they're going to trace the phone records to yeah. see um, to see if it was actually from mm-hmm. him. Um, but, yeah, the next day he's released mm-hmm. because they traced the call and it went to Sydney's dad's phone. So yeah. now he. Well, Sydney and Tatum leave with Dewey because Tatum yeah. and Dewey are siblings. And Gail Weathers meets Sydney outside the door of the police station. And this is where they're talking about Gail Weathers' book. And uh, Sydney's talking about it. And Gail goes, I'll send you a copy. And Sid just decks her. Yeah. Just completely Great knocks moment. her out. And so they Damn, go. It yeah. went down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait. I put this. Wait. Hold on. Yeah. That's what? at Tatum's house. Wait. Yeah. I wait. I got it. Give me one second. You discombobulated? No, I made a note about the bam, bitch went down thing because mm-hmm. I love it. Bam, Sid, super bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Oh, yeah. I said, I said, super yaki needs to make a shirt that says bam, comma, Sydney, dash, super bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That would be I'm great. I'm surprised they haven't made, we need to, we need to tweet them and say, hey. They've made, mm-hmm. they made a screen shirt. I just bought it. They said, based on the book, The Woodsboro Murders by yeah. Gail Weathers. That's that awesome. I just bought it. But yeah, they need to make more screen merch. I'm all I know. about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's so many good things you could pull from it for sure. Oh yeah. Um, also, we start getting the use of red right hand a lot. It's coming soon by uh, by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. <laughs> I love that song. And then in the second movie, it comes on a lot. Like it starts just hitting <laughs> yeah. all yeah. the time. But honestly, I just think about Dumb and Dumber when I hear that song. <laughs> When he's walking out the gas station with all the snacks and shit <laughs> in Red Red Hands. <laughs> he locks his wallet in the newspaper thing. Oh, my God. Um, so, Sydney and Tatum are at Tatum's house. And um, they get a call for Sydney. And they realize that it's Ghostface. And she's like, well, maybe it's not Billy. But at this yeah. point... Tatum's mom is calling for Dewey, and Dewey comes out with his gun and his, like, underwear and his, you know, t-shirt all, mm-hmm. you know, oh, out yeah. of sorts. Oh, yeah, you learn that Dewey and Tatum are brother and sister. Oh, yeah, yeah. You learn that at, like, the station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is where Tatum and Sydney run into Gail the next day. Yeah. And this yeah. is where she brings up Cotton and how he's innocent and she's going to prove it. Yeah, we get the, the backstory to mm-hmm. why she punched her. Because it was just a straight, like, yeah, straight punch, no explanation, mm-hmm. really. You kind of think it's mainly just from the publicity mm-hmm. like get out of my fucking face I'm yeah punch. um and they talk about the details with the case and yeah. like you know how it couldn't be cotton and um you know we see gail being really mean to her cameraman for like the first time kenny kenneth yeah, kenny. yeah. uh which the, is great the, the highlight of these movies are the cameraman mm-hmm. <laughs> i love the one in the second movie too yeah uh, yes yeah, yeah. um there's I God. think that was also the scene where um, I'm, th- I'm wondering if it was that moment or later where she says, "Jesus Christ, get the camera!" And the, he, goes, yeah, and he goes, "My name what? isn't Jesus." <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh so my God. Him. Yeah. Isn't his name Kenny? I think yeah. that's yeah, his name, right? Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. But oh. yeah, but now we're in the school, and you start seeing that people are wearing ghost face, face running outfits. through the hall. That's yeah. where we see Stu rubbing his head. Yeah, Stu's by the locker uh-huh. rubbing his head. Sydney runs into Billy, and they start talking, and he's like, your mom's death was like a year ago. Yeah. I mean, 
you're, you're not over that? He's like, you're, didn't he say, like, you're not over that yet? <laughs> yeah, we were just like, what the f- Yeah, the it's like, man? your mom yeah. died a year ago. That's the, that's the most hardcore point of, like... Yeah, this she dude got, is she's crazy. Yeah. yeah, crazy. Yeah. And um, she goes into the bathroom, and she's crying. And she hears two people come in, and so she hides. And this cheerleader just goes... Just talking shit. So bad. So, Magic. like... Yeah, like... Awful. I know, like she's like, like her mom was a slut. Da, da, da. Yeah. Wes really like took out no the uh, uh, the writer the, Kevin Williamson. Kevin, Kevin really took out some anger. Yeah, he was like, he's like, I fucking hated this person. He's like, I hate, I hate mom <laughs> and I hate your dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, so Sydney hears that and it is brutal. She lays into her like just goes yeah. in. Yeah, and um. I- I still can't believe in that scene that she doesn't, like, leave. I guess it's not really in her character, but yeah. I would have walked out of that bathroom stall and been like, bitch, you want to say that to my face? Yeah, I would have like, there, beat there somebody. Was a, there You're was talking a, about my mama? Uh-huh. Yeah. There was a point in her inflection where I was like, oh, she's going to go punch her in the yeah. face. Like, there was a point where she, but then she never did. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I would have been out the stall the second she said something about my mom. And yeah. I would have been like, nope. Especially when, like, she already hit Gail. I was like, oh, she's about to pound yeah. another person. She's crazy. You're like, yeah. yeah, she's ready. Yeah. She doesn't take anything. Um, and then we see another ghost face who, like, you know, yeah, tries gets to get out, her. And she goes to the sink, and then she hears a noise, and she looks, mm-hmm. and she sees Boots standing on the ground which was a big fear of mine as a child was there's secret people hiding in the stalls although it was fully realized okay, in this too. movie <laughs> yeah it's like they're in there they're just hiding yeah. so i would i would go and open them if i was by myself like how you do the shower curtain or something yeah, yeah. the um you saw halloween 2018 right yeah the bathroom it. stall scene that's so good that was very good with the teeth oh because you have yeah you have like crawling under the stall mm-hmm. and all this stuff yeah that was great um so then you have I think after that you see uh, Principal Hembry in his office with the two. Yeah, students and he's that like sliding masks. shears down his shirt. Yeah, just un- yeah, like just crazy. I love it. And I guess that's a nice like fake out of your like, damn, this principal's kind of unhinged. Like maybe mm-hmm. he has something to do with it yeah. because yeah. he's like, no, justice would be to gut you and hang you from the flagpoles like the desensitized little shits that you are. Yeah. just like this is so intense. Like. Wouldn't it be funny that throughout the movie, whenever you see Ghostface try to kill someone, you see two tall versions of Ghostface (laughs) and then one short pudgy one that's walking around every now and then. And that's that's Principal (laughs) Henry. They they couldn't get him a smaller outfit, so it's the same length as theirs, so he's constantly tripping over it. He's a foot and a half shorter than (laughs) the other ones. Oh my god. He looks like their kid. Yeah. (laughs) But, um... (laughs) So... You know, he tells the kids they're expelled, yeah. and he starts playing with the ghost face mask in the mirror, and he hears a noise, and he looks out in the hallway and sees Wes Craven just dressed up as a janitor, yes, dressed like Freddy Krueger, super on the nose. Mm-hmm. Once again, yeah. he's just straight. And I think his name is Fred. Yeah, yeah said, it's Fred. He says, "Oh, not you, Fred," and mm-hmm. then he goes back into yeah. the office. Yeah, it's so great. What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> And then welcome uh, to prime time, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Well, before that, do you see them leave the school because they they? Um... Yeah, I think that's happening oh, yeah. like at night or later afternoon. Yeah, they left the school because they. Yeah, and the curfew. The curfew. Yeah, they set a curfew in place. Yeah, that was, and that's when they find out about the party. That was before. Yeah. My bad. So, and then Stu decides he wants to throw a party. Mm-hmm. But and then we go back to Hembry, who's yeah. in looking who in the hallway, uh, West Craven in the hallway. Yeah. And then Ghostface comes and stabs him. Yeah. And you see that 
great oh, reflection best, in the eye. The best shot of the movie, really. <laughs> that eyeball in shot. The eye. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Because um, Randy... Lucia, do you want to walk us through yeah. perhaps the best scene of the movie? <laughs> yes. So I, I literally, Randy. And, yeah. and, and it's also, it killed me because when I was a kid, like my dream job, I was like, I can't wait until I'm like in high school and I can work at a video store. Like yes. I was like, I want to work at a video store. I love yep. video stores. And then by the time I got to that age, all the video stores are closed. They were and gone. I was yeah. like devastated. <laughs> I was so upset. So like, yeah. Randy is like fulfilling. I'm vicariously living through him of living in a video. We we actually video have store. a video store here, like right next door. Do you really? Yeah, it's called uh, Hollywood. Hollywood movie. Hollywood movie, mm-hmm. and it's like you can buy, but you can also rent movies for like a week, like yeah. the old days. It's just like a big room, just movies and. And then there was I Love right, Video. I'm moving, I'm moving there ASAP. Well, mm-hmm. one, when when COVID has uh, gone away, one day mm-hmm. you can come visit. And we can go yeah, there and it's pretty cool. And then I love video in Austin if that's still open. That closed. Unfortunately. All I did. There was a dope ass video store it was in like Austin. Three stories. Like huge. And I think it shut down. They had they had Alex Jones VHS tapes. Yeah, it was those crazy. like old school Alex yeah. Jones ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, resume your yeah. your your. Uh, Carry on. Your segment. <laughs> so, and I also love at the very beginning how she's like, "Well, what were you doing last night?" And he was like, "I was working." And she's like, yeah. "At the video store? Mm-hmm. I thought they fired your ass." And he's like, "Twice." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But yeah, and so he's he's talking to Stu, and and it, this is the first time it becomes clear that he like has a thing for Sydney, and he's yeah. kind of like you know now that that Billy and her are on the rocks, like you think she'll go out with me? Like, do you think I have a chance or whatever? Yeah. And um, then he notices that uh, he's putting away the DVD or the <laughs> the VHSs, and he's <laughs> um noticing that Billy is standing in the horror section, and he's like, oh, that's in poor taste. <laughs> and then he just goes on this this big rant about how. Which, like, I don't know why he did this to Stu in the first place, because, like, obviously, Billy and Stu are, like, butt buddies. You know, like, they're mm-hmm. obviously, right. like, super close. He's, like, talking shit about Billy to yeah. Stu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. So it's, like, but it's funny. And he goes on that whole big rant and ends up screaming. And I, I quote this all of the time. But, mm-hmm. like, and I just recently watched Prom Night, actually. Oh, so there's the that Prom Night. Like, yeah. So he's like, the cops are always off track with this shit. If they watch prom night, they'd save time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes on that big rant. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just, he's such a great character. And and I love how, you know, Stu said, oh, no, Billy then comes over. And there's that little jump scare where mm-hmm. Billy kind of gets in Randy's gets face. In his face. And, yeah. and they're like, like, kind of. <laughs> Stu was like touching his earlobe. Yeah. And that was weird stuff And Stu's him. like leaning on his back yeah. like this. Yeah. And like, they're very like touchy and like. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, you know what? Like, how do we know it wasn't you? And he's like, you know what? You're right. I'll be the first to admit if this were a horror movie, I'd be the prime suspect. Like, yeah. I like, love you're that. completely right. And it's That's just, good. I love that scene. It adds like some levity, but it also adds like, um, just like a, you, you get more of the poking fun at the meta horror when, yes. and also yes. like further defining their characters and, and yeah. getting to know them a bit better. Yeah. I just, That's... yeah, love that scene. I, I think so that's my disappointing. That's another disappointing thing about two to me is that Randy died because I think there's oh, a yeah. lot of stock built into him, and yeah. especially with the dynamic of maybe one day he could become one, yeah. and he could become a killer because of all this knowledge he has and and his love for Sydney and mm-hmm. if something ha- like how far does that go, and then he just dies, and I was like, I, I was really like, I love, I, I genuinely, I genuinely mm-hmm. loved his character, yeah. Maybe more, probably more than Sydney. Like I really did yeah. love his character, 
And uh, probably him and Stu in the first movie are the two where I'm like, I kind of wish Stu didn't die. Mm-hmm. Because I would love to see him come back in some capacity. Yeah. I'm hoping well, that actually, they, they kind of retcon so, his shit a little bit. and fucking. It's funny that you say that because Scream 3, you know, everybody shits on it for being so bad. Yeah. But it actually had a similar kind of situation with Scream 2 where they had written something that was like, kind of like it was like Stu actually survived and he mm-hmm. was in prison or something uh, yeah. like that okay and he was planning and plotting the murders like from prison oh but wow. certain aspects of the script were like very reminiscent of the columbine massacre which happened oh. like right around the time that they were filming mm. so they were like oh we need to rework yeah. this like this is a little too so then that's how they reworked it to what it ends up being Wait, and which it's, is like, interesting definitely not strong interesting but, because like columbine is attributed to scream a little yeah. bit as well that 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 was a there was a couple of murders that happened after Scream. Mm-hmm. Um, you know there there was one kid that these two kids would draw the screen the ghost face mask and and they used it as like a like a attachment of like mm-hmm. using that element to kill people because they've seen it yeah. happen in a movie that way. Whereas this is normal high school kids able to get away almost mm-hmm. get away with that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But that seems I know there's there's people that really want that to happen in Scream Five, and if they if they would make it happen, they would absolutely not talk about it, and they would not say no. he's on the cast. Mm-hmm. I feel like they are. I, I it's it's one of those things that like I don't know, like getting Nev Campbell, Neve Camp, Neve or Nev. I think it's Neve. I'm not sure actually. Neve Campbell. I want to say it's Neve, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Like getting her back is great, but like if you can get. Like, cause there's no, I think she's the only one, right? Maybe someone from screen. Oh, oh well, obviously Courtney Cox. David Arquette. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And David Arquette. I, I guess in like they're, they're kind of safe characters, but, um, well, I don't know. know. It's, it's similar. Like, you know, I'm hearing there, the, the, the two writers that did the Saw movies and the collector and collection mm-hmm. are doing a final destination, like a remake or reboot. And I'm like, or it might be a sequel to every one of them, but I'm like, get Devon Sawa back. Like if mm-hmm. I would love, people would love that shit, you know, bringing oh, yeah. back these stars. Like if they made a new nightmare, getting Heather back, mm-hmm. like doing that Jamie Lee, right. And, and Halloween, yeah. um, doing those. It's really, I think if you, if you can hit that half sequel, half remake, almost like all these new movies are like spiral, right. It's doing like that too. Yeah. Where you're pulling, it's a, still a sequel, but you, you, you you move forward, but getting Matthew Lillard back in some capacity would be awesome. You know, he is just my favorite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm hesitant about Scream Five though, and them getting all three of them back. And Neve Campbell was the last one that they confirmed was back. That she's I gonna die like, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like in my heart of hearts that she's gonna die at the beginning. Like I just I feel it in my gut that they'll pull a, a, a Drew Barrymore. Yeah. And she'll die at the beginning. I mean, I hope. I hope not, but I also think it would make it really interesting because it's like we haven't had any of these movies that haven't revolved around her. So it would be really interesting to see what direction they would take yeah. that in. And even even Scream 2, I was like, okay, I'm kind of, kind of, we didn't really need it. Like it was, hold on a second. All right, go on your bed. So I'm here to cause destruction. No. Go on your bed. She's going to, she has her bone. You got it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go take her. Okay. She's just mouth breathing. Uh, you can't keep the bone <laughs> right now. Sorry, dude. She mad. She angry. Yeah. Give me the attention. He wants the attention. Yeah. Um, oh, she's this, looking at This episode bone. might be, have to be a two-parter. 
Yeah. That's a long. That's a long mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Which is great. There's lots know? to say. I know. And it's like you could be. It, it's like the. It's like Scream, one and two. Yeah. It's like a little dual kind yeah. of. Yeah, that's true. It's Scream on one it. featuring two. Scream one with yeah. a special yeah. appearance of Scream yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a little bit of Halloween three sprinkles sprinkled yeah. in the video. And some, you know, some Hulk, Scooby Doo. Hulk's good. We really hit everything. It's hodgepodge. Yeah. Um. Okay. So where were we? Um. So. From oh, the, the store. We just finished talking about the Okay, so now we're moving to the party. It cuts to the party, and Dewey Which, drops the girls off. About the party, like, basically the party is, like, the big, it's, like, the last scene of the movie. Like, everything else at the movie. It's at, all at the during, house, right? Yeah. The house and, and the street like by the house. 45 minutes of the movie. Yeah, it's a 45-minute finale. Like insane to me. <laughs> yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. It's just so good. Like, because I it doesn't it. stop. It keeps mm-hmm. going and going and going. Yeah. Um, you know, two people actually died at the house where they filmed? Really? Mm-hmm. During construction. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Oh. In the house. Wow. Yeah. That's haunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I also like how you're following so many different characters. Like, you have, like, Courtney Cox and the cameraman and the van outside. And then Dewey comes and they go on a little side thing. And yeah. then, you know, Sydney and Billy. And, you know, there's all this all this different stuff happening that keeps it feeling fresh mm-hmm. and not stagnant. Yeah. And I they're, agree. Yeah. They're all hanging out. Mm-hmm. And um, they're all in the living room. And then I think Dewey and Gail, Gail. come in. Mm-hmm. And she, on the slick, puts a little video camera on the, like, in the entertainment center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when Stu tells uh, Tatum to go get him some beers. Yes. Ghostface is already chilling in there somewhere hidden. Mm-hmm. He's already just hanging out because she gets the beers and she goes and the door's locked. Mm-hmm. And then she tries to go out the garage door, but then the garage door falls and Ghostface is behind her. And she thinks it's Randy mm-hmm. at first, but then he straight up cuts her arm. Yeah, and so she's throwing beers at she's him. She's throwing beers at yeah. his face, which is great. And he flips over, falls down the stairs. Yeah, she like hits him I with the, the freezer door, yeah. and he falls, and all this stuff. Um, I just, <laughs> I really love how like badass all these women in the movie are. Yes, like yes. Sydney and Tatum are both very capable, and they're very capable of defending themselves. And, mm-hmm. and you know, they're they have a lot of like agency, and they're also like really well rounded. And like Tatum is so like funny and just mm-hmm. like at times vulgar. Yeah. And yes. I just. I really like how it's it's they fight back. It's not just like a they immediately just oh succumb to whatever. And well, yeah. I really love that it's not like like they don't call attention to it. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like mm-hmm. a plot point. It's not like oh she's such a powerful female figure. Like no, she's just badass. Like naturally. Yeah. Like there's no yeah thing about it. It's just a good female character. Like mm-hmm. good female characters in the movie that actually do things right. Um, and it, I mean, it all goes to breaking the, the structure mm-hmm. of a horror movie, um, and making the characters interesting and not just vessels to be killed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she go she tries to go through the little doggy door mm-hmm. of the elevator, oh, the elevator, little doggy door oh, of the, the garage, garage door. door. Yeah. Um, and then somehow this garage door has like extremely powerful motor yeah. that can lift her on the mm-hmm. fucking door. Um, yeah, and also she she can obviously fit through it. Like, there's no way. You know the like, tatas just she got she got them she got them she got them boobs but she got, she yeah. got she got, got them through yeah. she got her tits through. She, but she, got, she got them thick hips. Yeah, she got them thick hips. 
I, I guess like, so. You know. it, it's probably my least. I mean, it's I think it's the most one of the most popular deaths, but it's not. It's probably my least favorite of the movie because mm-hmm. it's just the whole sequence is a little janky. It's a little unbelievable. It's a little bit of a logic stretch. Yeah. And then like you can it's see it's a dummy's head when she goes up, and the thing they is that part every out of that other too. really mm-hmm. every other kill in the movie looks so goddamn realistic, and this one just looks goofy. Like, it looks goofy compared to the rest of them. It is like a stretch. It's like, mm-hmm. what? They're like, what can we do in the garage? <laughs> oh, she can fucking float up in the air and mm-hmm. all this stuff, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, it was still cool. And then he does this, like, funny little yeah. back, back <laughs> inside. Like... <laughs> he, he, he does, like, a little slide inside yeah. the door and closes it. Um, and then I think after that, that's when they have that conversation uh, on the couch about Halloween, when Randy's telling yeah. them the rules, he's you know, like, the rundown and, and they're like, oh, how to she not do die. Breasts. Yeah. yeah. Like, she doesn't show her breast. She's the virgin. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. And he yeah. gets the whole, the rundown. He's like, you can't have sex. And I was like, boo. He's like, yes. You can't drink. <laughs> and meanwhile, Billy and Sid are upstairs. Yeah. You know, about to get it on. Cause she well, says the- she's ready. I think, does that happen after this when she tries to walk out and she sees Billy? Yeah, this is after. Because she tries to walk out the door and Billy pops up. Because oh. he was the one that killed Tatum. So yeah. he shows up and then they go upstairs mm-hmm. and he like sweet talks her mm-hmm. into doing the dirty. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, we're downstairs. They have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when Dewey and Gail are walking down the street. Mm-hmm. And at the house, they hear that the principal died. Yeah, they found him hanging outside the school mm-hmm. so on everyone, the flagpole. On the flagpole, so everyone leaves. So the cars are like speeding down the road, mm-hmm. and they almost hit Gail and Dewey. Yeah, and they do this like roll over, roll over, dive, romantic, and then they yeah. kiss. And well, Courtney Cox kisses him, which was interesting because mm-hmm. he was just kind of hovering there. She went for it. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's also interesting with Gail. I still don't know her like authentic emotions. Because I feel like I know them, and then she'll manipulate someone, and and I'm interested to see how that goes into three and four. Because I'm not sure if she. It seems like she gets more grounded with each movie and less super, less superficial. Mm-hmm. Um, she does. Yeah. Uh, and then they find they her find dad's car, Sydney's, Sydney's dad's, dad's car. Car. Yeah. Yeah. So you know they all sweetly hold hands while they're sprinting back. You know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, at this time. This is where um, Sydney and Billy are talking to each other, yeah? And, you know, Billy's like, you don't still think I'm the killer, do you? And she's like, yeah, no. (laughs) You know, in her head, she's like... You're kind of fucking crazy. Yeah, in her head, she says yes, but what she says is no. Yeah. And then Ghostface comes in, kills him. Yeah. So, on that note, so she she kind of puts that piece together. She's like, "So, who did you call for your one phone call?" Yeah, he's like my dad, and she's yes. like, "Well, he called your dad," and he's like, "Well, I didn't get an answer." So, do you think that it was actually Billy calling her? Well, first of all, do you think that Billy dropping his phone was intentional? Yes, to mm-hmm. throw them off track. Yes, he. Yes, I think so. He. Yeah, he did that to throw him off track, and I think he did. I think he. I think he did call her to further, like, play her. You know what I mean? But how would he have the voice changer? That's what I was thinking. Wouldn't oh, they have taken yeah. all that stuff away from him? 
Did he think he was actually telling the truth about him calling his dad in prison and Stu was the one that called her? Maybe yeah, so. Maybe so. Well, I think, yeah, yeah, yes, because the dad was there. Yeah. The dad was there in prison. Well, no. I feel like that would be the way. Well, no, the sheriff well, called he was the dad. There. Yeah. yeah. The sheriff called, he was there when they first arrested him and then he spent the oh, night in prison. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I heard something about this today and I'm trying to remember what they mm-hmm. talked about with with who he called. Yeah, because I don't think he'd be able to have the voice changer because they would have searched him for any weapons or anything, and they would have taken you know what, everything. I wonder, I wonder if he called Stu to tell Stu to call Sydney. I bet that's what it was. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That that's definitely what it was. Yeah, I um, agree. Probably, probably to tell him what time to do it because you know they already mm-hmm. had this planned. Yeah. So he probably just yeah. he was like, when I call you, that's when you call her. And mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. But then again, watch it again. There'll probably be some other little nugget yeah. where you're like, oh, never That's mind. I was I completely just, wrong. Mm-hmm. I love so much about it. Yeah. To everybody listening, more. we probably got about 50% of this movie wrong. So, yeah. Uh... <laughs> and we're... I also wanted to like go into the like who you... I mean, some of them are obvious of like who you think killed who. Mm-hmm. But it's like like you talking about the one-handed and the two-handed thing makes yeah. it a lot more obvious when mm-hmm. you notice that. But yeah. It's still hard yeah. to tell I mean, a little bit, but that's also that's also a theory. Like the technique, mm-hmm. right? Like, are you sure that's what they do? They never really show it. It's just the little signs that they that they do. Yeah. And their personality mixed with how strong they are. You know, you know that Billy wants to choke and he wants yeah. to. He just wants to take out the, like the brutalness on you. And I feel like Billy mm-hmm. definitely has more rage yeah. than Stu yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like Stu would have the double hand because he's more hesitant. He doesn't know how to put real power behind a stab. You yeah. know. I feel like two-handed's more hesitant and like kind of just dropping you're down. Committing yeah, to you're it. committing to it because you're not just like rolling up and you yeah, know, going because hard on doing it. this, doing this is like you know that's rage and that's you know your force behind yeah. a stab. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that Billy definitely has so much more rage and he's way crazier than mm-hmm. Stu. Like he's yeah, crazy, crazy. Yeah. So Billy, Billy is um killed quote-unquote yeah by ghostface and sydney escapes she falls out the window yeah onto a little boat boat. a little tarped boat and she gets away um Mm -hmm. and then we we cut to isn't this where ken dies this is where kenny poor kenny poor kenny he deserves so much more yeah because she gets away and she goes into the van with kenny yeah yeah she goes into the van with kenny and Mm -hmm. he's outside the van she, they, or he gets outside of the van and then Ghostface pops up. And this is, well, no, isn't this where they see Randy, where he's like, look behind you, look behind you, and Ghostface is behind him? Because the there was this 30 second delay on the camera. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think so, yeah. Somewhere around there, because Kenny so was watching think, it. Yeah, so they're watching it in there mm-hmm. and they think Randy is in trouble. And then he goes to help her. He opens the door and he sees yeah. the door is open. Because of yeah. the delay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. before that, you have Randy on the couch. And he's watching Halloween, and he's like, he's like, Jamie, look behind, look behind you, Jamie. Yeah. Jamie. And then Ghostface is behind him in the most meta moment of the movie. Yeah. 100%. It really is. Yeah. And that's Another scene, thing he... I love about that, and it, it comes on later. It's not so much when he's first watching it by himself, but it's like later in the movie when the movie, when Halloween is still playing in the background mm-hmm. of, like, I noticed for the first time that the entire, like, every scene from that point forward that's in the living room with, like, Dewey walking through the living room trying to find stuff or like Jamie walking around or um, 
Randy walking around, like all of the stuff that's happening is scored to the soundtrack of Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Like the that's beats right. are scored to Halloween, <laughs> which I'm like, that's just so brilliant to 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 use and utilize your your stuff like that. It's just amazing. It just I noticed it for the first time and I was just blown away. Ah, I love it. They Kenny walks out the car trying to go help um Randy, but they realize there's a delay in the video mm-hmm. feed and he gets his throat slit yeah. by Ghostface. And then um Sydney gets out of the news van through this nifty little hole in the mm-hmm. back of the van and slides out. She she, she runs and then Gail gets in the van after and almost that. hits her. Gail gets yeah. in the news van and she mm-hmm. sees the blood, but she's not sure she gets in it. Yeah. And then Randy comes to the side of her car. Mm-hmm. And she hits Randy, Randy with the, the phone. The car, and then he hit, she hits Randy in the face with the phone. <laughs> yeah. And she jets off and she's driving off. And, and then slides down. Kenny slides down off the windshield and she's like, I'm sorry, Kenny, we get the fuck off my car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, oh my uh, God. She drives and yeah, she almost hits Sydney, Sydney and crashes. she swerves and crashes into a tree. Mm-hmm. So then Sydney runs back to the house, mm-hmm. and when she gets near the door, Stu and Randy show up. Yeah, behind her, mm-hmm. and they're like doing he did the. It. He did it. I'm not the killer. He's yeah. the killer. I'm not the killer. And she's like, "Fuck both of you." Yeah, <laughs> closes the door, mm-hmm. um, and then, <laughs> and then that was Bill- the smartest thing she could. Yeah, done. yes, like, I love it's that. It's just so great that she See, did that. There's those that there's those decisions. Yeah. that you know you would make mm-hmm. because you're not a fucking idiot like all these characters are. And that's yes. why that, that point in Scream 2 I tell you about where I'm like, if I was there, I would yank his fucking mask off. I would find whatever I could to him strangle him. I would do something. find yeah. whatever I could to kill yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So she gets inside and Billy's on the top of the staircase. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, at that point, anyone that has never seen the movie is like, okay, there's no way this bitch like, got stabbed three times in the chest. And he's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, yeah, but and he's like he, falling down the stairs, like really hamming it up. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah oh, I'm like, alive. And then he, <laughs> he lets, falls down the stairs. Yeah. He lets Randy in. Stu is not there anymore. He lets Randy in. Yeah. And then he shoots Randy. And yeah. you get that iconic gif of him licking the blood off his finger that you see on Twitter all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Stu comes around. This is probably the most tweeted, tumblered mm-hmm. ending him. of a movie yeah. I've ever seen in my life. That's yeah. like anyone, everyone knows the ending of this movie. At mm-hmm. least it's those two guys because I've, there's gifs of it all the yeah. time, you know? Um, um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Stu comes around the back and comes through with another door and yeah. he's like, oh my God, help me. And he has the voice changer. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, they start explaining everything. Um, Surprise, Sydney. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Just the, the, the way that they both, like, especially Matthew Lillard, obviously. Like, yeah. he is just, he fucking kills this movie. But, like, the way they're both just, like, relishing and being, like, so unhinged. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. the way they're just, like, describing their plans to her and just, yeah. like, being so, like, excited to tell her all of this stuff. And it's just, like, it's fun to watch. Like, yeah. feeding really off is. of her fear and yeah. everything. Yeah, he, he is, like I said, he is eating up the scene, Matthew mm-hmm. Lillard. Stu oh, is yeah. just, everything he says is so animated and mm-hmm. everything. Um, and, like, everything that he says in that scene is, like, quotable. Like, yeah. I say stuff that he mm-hmm. says in that scene all the time. Like, and let's face it, your mother was no Sharon Stone. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's just so funny the way he just delivers everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> I just, yeah, everything. Yeah, I think I'm dying, so, man. Yeah. <laughs> you stabbed me too deep. You stabbed me too deep. I thought, 
I genuinely thought Billy wasn't going to have a motivation because they talked about it earlier in the movie at the video store. Randy's like, if they were cool or if they were smart, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have a motivation. It's yeah. so old school to have motivation. It's the millennium. It's, it's, mm-hmm. Motives are incidental. There you yeah. go. Right there. Um, I have this what a good line. Like what a mm-hmm. good line. Yeah. It is a good line. You sent me a Snapchat that one day of you quoting the entire <laughs> video store part, just reading it at the same, saying at the same time. <laughs> I could literally do a one woman production of Scream. Like I could do it. I told I you so for, for this channel, we need to have a one woman show of yeah. you going through the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Costumes. Wait, have you seen, yeah. Have you seen that guy's TikToks that he does of, of, of Twilight? The, Twilight scene? the yeah. baseball he stuff? Started, he started doing one of like another, or he did a Cinderella story scene. Oh and I'm like, God. I need to do what that guy does, but just with Scream, where I do yes. like different costumes and I, like play every part. I cracked up when he was like, singing the super massive black hole song. And he's like, bing, bing. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. I laughed for the hardest I have in so long at those TikToks. Like yeah, I was that's crying. That's super fucking funny. God, um, so good. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah. So he, but it was interesting. His motivation was really good. Mm-hmm. He had a great motive to why he was doing it. Is because his mom slept with his dad and ruined her mom slept with his dad. Yeah, Cindy's mm-hmm. mom slept with Billy's dad yeah. and ruined his parents' marriage. Mm-hmm. Um. But I guarantee his mom was fucking insane, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. see, I wish the second movie got more into that. If we saw her more, in, maybe, I mean, even knowing that she was her from the start. Yeah. So where you see the insanity grow and you think it's someone, this nice lady. and she, But then it, she, you, you learn that he got all of that from her, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but instead, don't, you don't see her don't and then she shows up. About, don't they say something about... Um, them meeting on like a message board for psychopaths, yeah. like Timothy yeah. Oliphant and Billy's mom. Like they meet on some sort of like dark web message board about yeah. like murdering people. That's like that's like so a bizarre. saw that's like a saw level bad plot hole, you know, <laughs> plot point of like how how can these character these two random ass characters that have no characteristics meet oh, psychopath murder Jack website board. yeah murder website that's what it is dark web dark web <laughs> so um, odd yeah. Um, but this is where they take Sydney to the kitchen, right? Yeah. And they pull out her dad, and they explain that they're going to frame him for everything. Because yeah. um, he has the phone records. Yep. They were putting the voice changer in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And they this is where they decide to go full crazy and stab each other to make it look he real. Made, yeah. And I love it. I love it. And you can see Billy's obsession with stabbing di- deep and fast because that's what he was doing yeah, he, he kept going him, he kept them he kept stabbing him. yeah he kept yeah. going because he has like that uncontrollable rage of yeah you know and you can hurting tell people. i really think at this point you can see that they feel like one of them will betray each other yeah i don't know if you yeah. felt like that mm-hmm. but you could see it in Stu's face and in billy's face that you they feel like one distrust. of them is going to give in mm-hmm and then yeah. not stick with the plan. Yeah. And I think that's why Billy tried to kill him. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hold Billy, because he's a liability. At mm-hmm. this point, they've accomplished their plan. Yeah. They've done what Billy wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So taking Stu out would be taking out a loose end, you know? Yeah. yeah. And there's there's not as much of a, a liability of him, like, turning later or, you know, routing him out later or whatever. That's definitely, that was probably Billy's plan from the start. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, yeah. we're going to do this thing where, we're, where we stab each other, but I'm actually going to kill him. Yeah. And it's going to seem like I didn't mean to, but mm-hmm. he's going to mm-hmm. bleed to death. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, so they start stabbing each other, and um, 
you know, Stu goes to get the gun to shoot uh, Sydney and then her dad. Um, and it's not there. It's gone. Yeah. And is this where uh, Stu starts his, um, is you coming too deep, man? Yeah, well, yeah, he starts sitting down. And- yeah. No. Well, no, because I think they get distracted because Courtney Cox is like, I have the gun. Oh, yeah. So they have yeah. that confrontation. They both get distracted, and that's when Sid escapes. Yes. And, like, goes to hide around the house. And yes. then that's yeah. when Billy starts, like, freaking out. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, yeah. searching for her. Because everything's falling apart. There, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And True. she's sitting there, like, I'm bleeding out. And then she yeah. calls them, and, and he's, like, she's, like, you'll never find me and all this kind of yeah. shit taunting them on the phone. With the voice yeah. changing. Um, yeah, that was yeah. great. I love, I love that. that. Yeah, because her and her dad are gone now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he hits someone. And then what ha- what happens first? Does she fight Stu in the living room first? I think so. Yeah, Stu is first. Yeah. She dumps the TV on his head, which is so cool. I love it. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the buildup to him? To Stu? Yeah. He just gets up and finds her, I think. Or does she, like, sneak up on him? No, she's in the closet. She's in the closet, yeah. Oh, yeah, because she stabs Billy with the umbrella. That's what happens first. Yeah. They go looking for her, and then she does this. I thought he was dead at this point. Yeah. Because she comes out and stabs him in the throat and in the chest with the the sharp side of the umbrella. He falls down and, like, passes out, right? Yeah. Or I thought he died, but. Yeah. And she takes off the ghost face mask, and this is where... Doesn't Stu sneak up on her here? Yeah, because you think yeah. he's kind of incapacitated. Yeah. But then he pops mm-hmm. up. And then that's where she gets him knocked down. And, and dumps the TV on his head, which heavy. is kind of another little zany kill yeah. to me. It's Couldn't like, be done oh, today. Because it's the electricity of it. I think yeah. that made it goofy to me a little bit, because yeah. it's not yeah. the impact of it, but it's mm-hmm. like you hear like... Zzz, zzz, yeah. And he's like... Ugh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and you can hear him making these like... Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That um, reminds me of Child's Play, where Mike is in the car getting stabbed at on the scene. He's like, whoa. Ah. Yeah, if you watch uh, yeah. in Child's Play, the the scene before the cop crashes his car, Chucky's like in the back of the car stabbing yeah. through the seat. And then he starts stabbing up the seat and he's like lifting his butt and he's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh. Ah. He's kind of like dancing around it. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. Oh my God. Yeah. But um, she kills Stu and then is this where she goes back? to where billy is because gail because gail shoots him yeah yeah because he gets up and tries to attack yes and gail shoots him yeah um oh at some point dewey is stabbed in the back that's yeah one one oh, yeah that's right yeah that's he whenever stabbed... she's mm-hmm. oh, man. whenever she gets out of the cop car like on the porch yeah and yeah. he falls down and he's presumed dead yeah and um you know, Gail shoots Billy. That, that was before she locks Stu and Randy out. Yes, right? that was whenever she was getting out of the cop when she car. She was getting out of the mm-hmm. um, the. You mean the uh, camera car? Well, she was in the cop car. No, Remember? she was in the cop car. Remember, oh, yeah. and he yeah. her, and he's holding the keys, and, and he, then like, he comes in the back. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're he right, comes right. in the back. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And then she sees Dewey. Yeah. Um. So that happened. Um. And then, then Randy comes back. Right, he's up and moving around, mm-hmm. and this is where they yeah, go to the shot. Which I also find it interesting that he he's point blank shooting range, mm-hmm. and he shoots Randy in the shoulder. Yeah, which I find really interesting. 
Like, yeah. why wouldn't he just kill him? Or why I, wouldn't he shoot I, I, him in the head? I feel like we would have seen something mm-hmm. if they would have kept him alive and maybe stuck to more close ideas. But but then again, they made Scream 2 a year less than a year later. And it's like I feel yeah. like they were rushing. They were get they wanted to get into that sequel really quick. And uh Probably. I really yeah, I think yeah, killing him was a bad choice. I think they would have gone somewhere interesting with his character. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. So Randy, Gail, and Sydney are standing over Billy. Yeah. And you know, Randy's like, This is the part this is the part where he comes back for, for one, one last, last scare. scare. Yeah. And he comes up and Sydney just shoots him in the head. She does the love same it. thing to his mom yeah. in the second movie. Love it. No. Yeah. I love it. Just, just no pe- restraint. No hesitation. Walks up and shoots, him, shoots her right in the mm-hmm. head. Not dealing yeah. with it again. And know? she said, I'm tired of this shit. I've seen too much. Yeah. And um, that's when, you know, cut to Dewey being rolled out on the stretcher and Gail yeah. on the, in front of the camera with her bruises and everything and the crane shot. The crane shot. And Great then you wouldn't steal house. a car font comes back yeah. up directed by Wes Craven you wouldn't steal a car you wouldn't steal a <laughs> yeah TV. oh well I was gonna say the last week of filming the cinematographer was fired what yeah that's interesting it's like the last it was like before the last week or last two weeks he was fired Wes Craven and him got into like an argument and so they hired this dude guy to come in that's nuts yeah so the dude's footage is all in the movie he just got fired oh, I didn't know that mm-hmm. but I will say I knew that the the party scene was like the most excruciating scene to film. Like the yeah. crew, it was like a really rough shoot because yeah. it was all nights and it was it was like a lot of movement and a lot of things to keep track of. So they all made shirts afterwards that were like, "I survived like the party." Scene it was um scene like one eighteen. That's yeah. so Wes Craven cool. was talking about That's that. That's so cool. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah, it says that Craven found footage that was fo- unfocused and unusable, mm-hmm. and the DP wanted to initially fire his camera crew. But um, said that then Craven's like, if we fire the crew, we're firing you too, and so they dumped them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean at that level, yeah. if you're spitting what out, stops if you're, yeah, if you're spitting out like footage that's not mm-hmm. uh, focused, that's bad. Yeah, like that, that, that's a day wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is you're never working again in this business. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah. Money wasted, time mm-hmm. wasted. Yeah. Yeah, there's a this is a very interesting movie just for all all aspects. Everything about mm-hmm. it, like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And things the, that went wrong, everything, mm-hmm. you know. The guy who played Kenny, he gained 20 pounds for the role, he said. There's nice. like these little like tidbits in it that I love. Yeah. Like Courtney Cox, she had to like, you know, persuade for the role cuz she was on friends, you know. That was a risky role. Mhm. I think playing a bitch coming off of like a show where everyone loves you and yeah, all that. Yeah, she's Monica, you know? she's Monica Geller. Yeah. Anytime that my family, we had a friend over or we had a movie night, if we were putting up the dishes, you could almost guarantee that one of the screams were playing or a yeah. wrong turn, but mostly wrong scream. Turn. We, yeah. my, my family loved wrong turn for some reason. Oh my God. Yeah. I've, I funny. saw all of them. My stepdad yeah. used to scare me by turning off four wheelers cause we lived out in the woods. So yeah. he would turn off the four wheelers and pretend to see them in the trees. I'm like nine and he would, <laughs> yeah. And he would, and he would have me get off. So he could check the gas and then he'd leave me. He'd drive like, you know, not far, but to where I couldn't see him. And I was terrified. That's I was scary. like, I'm nine in the middle of the woods. The wrong turn people are going to get me. The hillbillies. Yeah. Oh my God. Which, which one do you really like? What's the one we watched? Four or five? I, I don't know. I'm always stuck between the original 
and the jail one, which I think is the four. The jail one, four. Because That's I like, just remember those the most. The the her Wrong Turn 4 to me is like Halloween 3 to you. <laughs> I don't I think it's good had, at all. It's not good. I have no idea there were that many Wrong Turns. There's, there's five. Six. Like, no there's idea. six? There's six of them. I thought there were only five. I think there's a seventh one. Well, out it's too. really more nostalgia for me. That's like Tremors. There's like seven Tremor movies. I remember they Tremors. Keep coming so out. Many. Homeboy Malibu's Most Wanted was in like the last two of them, I'm pretty sure. Really? I love yeah, Tremors as a kid. Yeah. It's still the same lead guy. The same yeah. guy is still in them all. Yeah, I don't know how they made so many wrong things. Not Kevin Bacon, so I don't give You know, a shit. They, they were about to start a TV show like two years ago, a Tremors show with Kevin Bacon. Hmm. But in it, and it, it got, I think it got greenlit and then they ended up not moving on with it or something like that. Hmm. Interesting. You know that a lot of people want him to play a new Freddy Krueger. And he said, he's like, I would do that. Like Kevin Bacon playing Freddy. So my friend has texted yeah. me and been like, I, I posted a picture of, because I love him and Kira Sedgwick are like the cutest freaking couple. Like they've been together for so long and I yeah. love them. So I posted a picture of them on my Instagram story one day and my friend replied to it and she was like, he terrifies me like his face <laughs> is just so gaunt he scares yeah, me and i was like yeah. i'll give you that his face is a little bit gaunt as he's gotten older but like go watch like I, hollow man he's fucking terrifying in hollow <laughs> man you ever saw hollow man where he turns invisible it was kind of like a modern invisible man before the new one uh where he he turns invisible he's a part of like a science team but then he kind of starts going a little insane and he starts like trying to kill people because they can't see him and it's pretty He's pretty creepy in that movie. Interesting about Hollow Man, the first booby I've ever seen in a movie was in that movie. Interesting. First I saw it at my friend's house. (laughs) Because you see it very slim in the mirror. Yeah. She's wearing like a a Komodo. Mm -hmm. And then just... Your first tata. And I was like, I saw the couch. I said, wow. <laughs> Boobie. I said, wow. wow. Wow, a boob. Wow. Tits. But speaking of, speaking of Kevin Bacon and Kevin, and um, yeah, and Kevin Williamson, I had to double check this before I said something about it. Kevin Williamson wrote the following, which was that, did y'all watch that show? Uh, no, no. I heard it was good. I heard it, it was really, really good. good. That lasted I for really a few seasons, it. right? That's for a while. I have to watch that. Like two or three seasons. Yeah. It was really good. That's really I cool. Really yeah, it's Kevin Bacon, yeah. That was probably the last big thing he's did. He, he, he's done, I feel. I haven't That's seen him around too much. Did. Probably. I think he's been kind of being more low-key. Mm-hmm. A lot uh-huh. of those actors just do like smaller movies and stuff now. I mean... Hold oh, on. you know what? Cop Car. He did Cop Car. Cop Car, like, yeah. 2016, 2015. From something uh, like that. the guy that directed Spider Man Homecoming. Can we talk about, speaking of big actors doing smaller movies, can we? Have you seen Fanatic with John Travolta? The Fanatic. Have you seen that? Do you know what no. that is? Oh. Yes, I know what it is. You have to. Um, all I'll say. It's not the worst. Yeah. But it's, sure, it's, like, it's very shocking to see John Travolta look like that. Because it's he's got the hair, and you're like, that's not John Travolta. It it borderline it borders, it's borderline the room territory. But the problem is yeah. that it's not genuine. Mm-hmm. Like the room was like they were genuinely trying to make this movie good. Yeah, they and that's really the, thought it was going to yeah. be a great. That's movie that's the charm of it. This is just like a this is like what the Limp Biscuit lead singer. Yeah, he he that, direct yeah. wrote and directed that, it. He's probably like, dude, this movie's gonna be fucking because he badass. he's and like I not yeah you know it's just not as good. What, it's, at it's some a, point, it's, it's a funny movie. I won't spoil it, but at some point, he's running around with antlers on his head and somebody else's house going, Moosey's in the house. Moosey's in the just And yeah. I he just kept going. You could tell John Travolta just kept going. It wasn't a part of it. He just... Yeah. 
I. It's hard to explain. It's that movie. so you just have to see it. I you should watch it. There's so much to. I should have bought down. it on Voodoo. I rented it the weekend it came out. I'm like, yeah. we have to watch this movie. There's so many layers to it to break down. Yeah. There are some brutal scenes Devon in it. Devon Sawa's in that movie yeah. too. Mm-hmm. He's like the God. I love Devon Sawa. Yeah. Man. Me too. Uh, I, you know, honestly... I, I never watched Idle Hands, and I really want to watch Idle Hands. I haven't either. I really want to watch. I it see too. stuff about it, like where Seth uh, Seth Green with like the bottle out of his head and stuff. You know. Yeah. Ooh. I'm pretty sure it's going to be absolute trash, but I still want to see it. <laughs> but like, I've 90s, heard it's, like, not good. Yeah, that 90s Devin Sawa was tops. Yeah, you I mean, know? Like, Casper, when first, he's in Casper, that, you know? Yes, I forgot Him and, um, that. what's her face? That first, uh, oh, Christina Ritchie? Right? Christina Ritchie, yeah. Wait, that first Final Destination movie, like, truly fucked me up. That The like, second one did more scene. for me. The, the second the plane one. crash scene in the first one fucked me up. I wasn't expecting it to be so like vivid and graphic. And then in the third one, the roller coaster scene, I was like, I don't know if I can ever ride a roller coaster <laughs> yeah. again. You know they shot they shot the fourth one in Destrohan. And in New Orleans. Really? Yeah. Did, did you see the fourth one? It was just the final destination. It had the oh, swimming pool scene. Being like the prequel? No, no, that was five. This one oh. was like a racetrack thing and then it, there was a swimming pool oh, scene yes. where the guy got his ass sucked to the bottom of the swimming pool and it like sucked his intestines out of the pool because like the pump that's, just, that's so fucking far-fetched yeah it's it's ridiculous but that was that's the that's your hand country club that armand country oh, club yeah. i was in i was in seventh grade when they shot that because i remember those trailers and stuff all around they're like oh they're shooting final destination four it's like wow <laughs> the fourth movie in this crazy <laughs> franchise. Well, wow. it was like when they filmed Dukes of Hazard here in Baton yeah. Rouge. I remember seeing that like, with like Whoa. ten friends. We're like, dude, Dukes of Hazard, man, Johnny Knoxville, yeah, Jessica, <laughs> Jessica Simpson. All right. Oh my god. Ugh. Yikes. Um, you have any last last words for this incredible movie? Um, just that. If you haven't seen it, I don't know why you listen to this podcast, but yeah. you should go watch yeah. it if you haven't seen it. You should. Um, we we spoiled we're, we're most it. of the franchise. Yeah. We, we spoiled 50% of it within well, the first 15 minutes. Yes, yeah. 50%. I didn't spoil. I will say I'm really excited for y'all to watch three and four, specifically four. Me too. So also, I, I know Jane and Silent Bob are in three, so I'm ready to see that. Oh, yes, yeah. They are. Because they that, are. Was, what, that was 2000, I think, and it was like, ooh, that's prime that's prime Kevin Smith, baby. That's Chasing Amy. That's uh, Mallrats. And that's uh, uh, fucking Dogma, you know? So that yeah. was like right at that sweet spot. Um, yeah. I'm really excited for y'all to see it so we can talk about it and, yeah. and yeah. see what you think about yeah, it. We're going to have you on. We're going to do the whole scream thing with you because yeah. you know, it, it's, a, it's a good conversation to get mm-hmm. really deep into it. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> there, it's so much. It's such a like well-rounded like franchise like there's so much you can unpack with it yeah yeah and uh next time i will have battery like plug-in batteries for my camera so they don't (laughs) die we've never gone this long yeah but also i think my charger's wonky because it says that batteries are done but then i plug them in and they're half charged so i don't think they were fully done and Uh, hopefully we won't be as sweaty well great well thanks for thanks for coming on Lucia, this yeah. was really fun. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was nice meeting you. Yeah, it was yeah. nice meeting yeah. you too. And we'll, we'll have you on. <laughs> yeah, we'll have you on a lot more frequently, and we'll start to get through some. Uh, we'll get through the screen movies, and we'll get yeah. through some Nick Cage 
Madness. Oh, yeah. I mean, you at least have Mandy in Color Out of Space mm-hmm. that you start off with. And I Mom mean, and Dad. Mom and Dad. I've Link, got that. Wicker I've Man. Got that Mandy poster. Oh, yeah. Wicker Man is yeah. just excellent. Thank you for watching Into the Horrorverse. Um, and thank you again, Lucia, for coming on. <laughs> and if you liked what you heard, please like and subscribe and check out our other episodes on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Yeah. Check out my blog. And also just, check out Lucia's blog. Yeah, plug give it. us a plug. Give us a plug for your blog. Uh, it's just my name, luciabellinger.com. And I've got some posts. I'm working on some Halloween content. Yes. So that'll be coming. I'm really excited. And yeah, and you can follow my, my trash movie tweets on Twitter. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, really simple. Bell. Yeah, luciabellinger.com. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we will have that link in the bio on the video. In the description. And in the description and her social links. So you can go stalk her yeah. and fuck with her and mm-hmm. uh, have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks yeah. for listening. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>